and welcome to A Peek Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you are enjoying our D&D adventure, you can always support the show by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash tabletopnotch. There, you will be able to find all kinds of perks as our way of saying thank you. And if you really like us, be sure to stock up on our official Tabletop Notch merchandise at tabletopnotch.myshopify.com. It's all very exciting stuff. But now, allow Orba to take you away into a world of mystery with this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil. In Chapter 20, The Best of Bad Situations. Mm. Saphir's absence signaled an opportunity for the rest of the group to move forward with their plan to steal the Mykonid camp map. Things got off to a rocky start, however, when the elf Daldun picked up on some questionable phrasing, and Erlen failed to convince some of the returning hunters that we could provide medical assistance in an attempt to gain access to the tent where we believed the map to be located. Fearing that our window of opportunity was quickly closing, Jillian made a bold move and shoved one of the Redirans to make a scene and draw attention so that Erlen could root through the scout's belongings. Teetering on the brink of a full-scale physical conflict, Graven talked the elves down on the basis of a misunderstanding, and we were able to vacate the camp with map in hand. Giving ourselves an hour or so head start, we found a spot off the road to rest for the evening and pore over the specifics of the drawing. Jillian seemed pleased with the level of detail, though she pointed out that the scouting mission was far from over. Some crucial elements were still missing, like the design of the interior, the number of people working the operation, and who was in charge of distributing any micated products that were created there. Reaching the point of exhaustion, we lay down to sleep. But it was hardly free of incidents, as Orba was forced to shoo away an owlbear, and Erlen was visited by Daldoon, who tracked the party down after realizing what had been taken. With the Redirin spread so thin, he had little interest in starting fights where he didn't need to. But he pressed Erlen to make a promise to try and acquire the name of someone who trades in Mykonid extract so his meager forces could stand a chance as they attempted to find a new home. Morning came and we continued north until a band of thugs barred our way, led by a mysterious woman who seemed to be accusing us of something. But before we even had a chance to find out what we might have done, the woman used a seeming spell to disguise us as horrifying undead creatures, which caused the thugs to panic and attack us. With Jillian, Graven, and Bizarra holding down the ruffians on the road, Erland and Orba sprinted after the mage who'd taken off into the woods. Using a spell to amplify her speed, it appeared that we were quickly losing ground. But just as her escape seemed imminent, Erland used one of the special powers he'd learned from Blom to warp through a tree and track her down. Believing that keeping the woman alive or interrogating her was too risky and time-consuming, Graven snapped her neck, and we collected her belongings, which included a note that implied she had some kind of connection to Mykonid distributors in the area. With that as our only clue, we made the final push to Mukmu's city walls, and Jillian directed us to the Lakeside Inn, where we'd be staying for the coming days as she prepared for our journey to the Shocky Mountains. Bazaar and Orba opted to remain in the inn lobby to wait up for Sephira, and as they searched for a quiet spot to sit, we asked ourselves, how was the city being influenced by the newly available Mykonid products? What were we going to prioritize in the couple of days we had to ourselves? And what, if anything, were we about to learn of Sephira's little sojourn with Lieutenant Colonel Massive? We find out now 
in chapter 21 of A Peak Beneath the Bed. Right? <laughs> Hooves on cobblestone click through the streets. Behind them, the recurring sound of wheels slowly turning. Their purple and black markings now difficult to determine in the dark of night. The driver's iron braces reflect the light of held and hanging lanterns. Sort of an easy confidence about him as he zeroes in on the blocky silhouette of the lakeside inn. Peeking through the windows of the carriage with its curtains drawn, we see cushioned interior seats and the wry smile of Lieutenant Colonel Massif as he addresses the half-elf sitting across from him. His adornments have mostly been set aside as shooing formalities for comfort on a long journey that's led him to this point. We're coming up on the inn. It feels good, doesn't it? To know that you're going to be on the right side of history. I'm not sure we know that yet, but yeah, I hopefully we're on the right side of history. I am confident. We've got a lot of work to do, but I think you're the right person for the job. We are going to take him down. I cannot stress to you the extreme confidential nature of this task. Yeah. Everybody wants to trust their friends. Yeah. But he has ears all over. The smallest suspicion could put your life in danger. You realize that? I understand. Good. We're coming up. I will be staying at the Broken Crown building in Mukmu, at least for a day. But unless there's an emergency, I suggest you don't make your way over there. I won't plan on it. Excellent. Well, it's obviously in my best interest that you return from your mission alive, so I wish you good luck. Thank you. I wish. Uh, well, I hope I have good luck too. Haven't had so much over the past few days. I think our fortunes are about to change. Oh, I certainly hope they will. And you feel the slowing of the carriage as it kind of pulls up to the end. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, forego my formalities of opening the carriage for you in the effort of not being seen. It's all right. Didn't expect the formality. And I'm going to kind of gather my things and can I kind of get out of the mm-hmm. carriage and I'm going to kind of give him like a little like, mm-hmm. you know, respectful like sure. nod. And he kind of does in return. Yeah. Um, and just sort of, I don't want, I didn't want to do that in like a super before, just kind of like a nod yeah, walk sure. towards the end. And you get out and the carriage kind of bumps a little bit as you yeah. get out. And you move towards the end. You can hear behind you without sort of looking back, the sort of turning and the as the carriage kind of turns its way around and starts moving the other direction. You hear the sound sort of moving faintly away. And Safira pushes open the door to the lakeside inn. And immediately the warm glow of the interior washes over you. A couple of unfamiliar guests are seated in the lobby area. One has a quill in hand. They seem to be copying sort of one letter to another on a table. Another pair talking quietly, sort of chuckling as they reminisce about something. And two others are receiving a room key from the man who looks to be sort of working the front desk. And perched on stools near the kitchen area, you see the familiar faces of Bizarra and Orba, whose vigilance at sort of whipping around to see the front door every time it opens has finally paid off. And they spot you immediately as you step in. Orba smacks a stool like next door that's available. I'm gonna kind of walk up and sit down. You made it. I made it, yeah. Um, Before the trip. 
It was alright, honestly not as eventful as I expected, but yeah. How did um how did it go? Do you have the map? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. And how did you acquire this map? We stole it. <laughs> hate to say it, but no but, wrong. But the, uh, apparently Daldun knows. Um, but he's okay with it actually. I find that remarkably hard to believe. Well, Erland had the private conversation with them while we were all asleep, but he said that, that the trade me feel was... very comfortable at all, actually. Erland had a conversation with him when all of you were asleep. Why? Uh, because Daldun came and found us, and Erland was apparently really bad at his watch, so Daldun took him away. They had a conversation. Apparently, he's okay with the trade as long as we destroyed the Mykonid camp, which is what we're going to try to do. Basically, yes. How was your trip? <laughs> uh, Orba like slides a pint that she ordered for her ahead of time. Hello. Table. Oh jeez. <laughs> I'm saying this. It's a little warm. It seems like they've been they've had it out waiting for you With for a little while. <laughs> We've been here a couple hours it's waiting. Been, it's been like it's a very generous gulp of the pint. So what was all of this with? The man. Well, the he's been tracking me down. It appears that he doesn't want to turn me in for oh. being a deserter. But he did want to check in with me. He wanted to know if I had any information. Information on what? Well, he wanted to see... He's a friend of Faro, Washi Faro. Oh, they're training. He trained me, so... He wanted to have... He was asking me for some information about that, and he offered me if I ever wanted to go home. He offered me um, a way to get there. Like a clemency of some kind? Like a clemency of some kind, yeah. Which was nice. I didn't actually think I'd be able to go home. When would you go home? Well, I'm uh, probably not for some time, but if some at some point in the future, over the next, you know. Look, I'm, I'm not interested in, in abandoning this mission anytime soon. I don't like this stuff. I don't like the Mykonid extract, and I do feel a duty. So I feel it's partially my but That's why I left the military. Right. So I'm not planning on stopping until it stops. But if it stops before I die, I'd like to go home. Okay. So it was a nice meeting. <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah, actually. Interesting. <laughs> And a man kind of peeks his head out of where sort of the kitchen area was, and he sort of, um, we're closing up the kitchen for the night. Did you want anything before I close up? Oh, yes. Just um, bread, some, some roast do, chicken. Do I have an idea of the menu, like how much stuff might cost? Yeah, it's simple sort of standard. In fair, you know, for a couple silver, you could get like a sort of plate of chicken, <clears> or you could get... Uh, yeah, there's chicken, the cheese, and bread, some Shit, sort of simple... Actually. Can I get like a whatever the like plate of chicken kind sure, of thing? Sure, yeah, it's two silver yeah, it's for some chicken silver. and cheese, okay. yeah, and so, great, let me get it for you. He started Thank comes, you very much. Thank you. He comes back out in a second. It seemed like it was like he was sort of divvying up what had already been made. He sort of put on a plate. And he gives it to you. You can just put the oh, plate okay. by the door when you're done. There's sort of a little shelf there. Okay. Yeah. Thank yes. you. Good Have night. a good night. He seems to be like untying his sort of apron. He's sort of wrapping it up. Um. Are you tired? No, uh, well, actually, yeah, a little bit, but um, where are the others? Well, they went to sleep. We encountered some problems coming into Mukmu, and... Uh, what kind of problems? Well, uh, uh, a couple was, creatures or so. There was a mage who, for whatever reason, turned us into undead. appearing undead, and we fought them, and she's dead now. It's fine. We finished off. No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 
I'm sure they'll have you a... You see a couple of the people who are sitting in here kind of like look in your direction ever so slightly and go back to their business. Anyway, that was a great dream that I had that was crazy. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> she told me all about it earlier, too. Yep. I won't even Second make you make a deception check. You failed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we made it out. So, so in my absence... They were a little tired. How many went to bed. casualties would we say? Six. It was the woman who started it, though. She had some thugs. She made us look undead, and they started attacking us. There was nothing we could do. We don't know why she did it. But we have a letter. Apparently, she's apparently she's some kind of Mykonid dealer. I say that very quietly. She just was appointed. Maybe there's a more private place for us to have this conversation. I'm kind of like sure. looking around. Well, we have a room key. Um, the three of us have to stay together. Yeah. I'm thinking... Look, why don't we maybe... Are you planning on going to get some sleep? Or are you planning on, a, like... I was just waiting for you. I didn't have any plans. Yeah, we wanted to see if you would show up tonight. Yeah. And you did. Well, look, I feel like we should all have a conversation, probably. I'm assuming that some people are probably not very happy with me. Yes, about that. <clears throat> um, yes. Uh, it seems like... You're not enjoying the way decisions are being made in regards to the mission right now. Well, I think, first of all, we don't really have a system for the way decisions are being made, which is something that I have a problem with. Well, come from a place where there's a system, if that needs to I be. I think the system not is... Not very good collaboration and communication. I think the system is Jillian yeah. is the boss. She's kind of the head <laughs> of the operation, don't you think? Yes. As much as I hate to admit it as well, but... Yeah, I wanted to talk to you guys about that. I like Jillian. I actually do. I know she doesn't like me. I wouldn't really expect her to, considering. But I think what she's doing, destroying these camps, I, I don't think it's the most helpful thing she could be doing. Well, she's cutting off the heads of... It, it's, she's not making any progress. What do you think she should do? I don't know. I think she should look for information. I think she should try to trace it back to its roots. I think she should target the distributors rather than the camps themselves. Well, when we brought those questions up to her, she didn't seem opposed to it. It just seems like well, almost an impossible I think we should have task. a conversation as a team. Okay. We can do that. She went to go see her friend, though. So we'd have to just discuss with the five of us first. I think that's a good idea. But Jillian is not displeased with you. I would say. I think maybe she's feeling a little cautious. Yeah, that's a good word for it. And as you guys are having this conversation, you do hear the door click open, and it. you look over, and then you look down a little bit, and it looks like a child of maybe 10 or 11 is kind of peeking through, and he kind of has dirty hair and a tattered vest, and immediately the man, uh, sort of the concierge, the front desk man, he immediately gets up, and moves towards him. I told you not to come in here! And he grabs him, and he sort of starts to push him out. If you want scraps, you can go by the back kitchen exit after midnight. Don't make me have you locked up tonight. We he can sort of, all see this interaction Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he seems like he's trying to keep it away from the, you know, the people in, in the lobby. Can I call out, Oi! And he's got the kid in his hand. Alright, it's alright. I was waiting for him. He's with you. Yeah, he's with me. And the kid kind of looks. Make a deception check. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't 
think I have any modifier. I don't. 16. 16. Okay. She sort of looks at the kid and looks back to you. I mean, let's go. Sort of with a little bit of a shove. Not trying to be rude. Just if you're gonna have him with you, I'd watch your pockets. And he sort of turns on an angle and goes back to his sort of place where he's seated. And the kid kind of watches him go. I'm gonna yeah. signal him over to me. And he walks up. Can I kind of hop off the stool and crouch down? Yeah, sure. This live eye level. What do you think? Do I need to watch my pockets? No. Alright, why don't you sit here up on this stool? You can have the rest of my chicken. And I'm gonna give him the. Yeah, and he sort of goes wide eyed and he starts to sort of tear off some pieces and do. Orba very subtly just puts her bag on her lap and keeps it really close. <laughs> Where are you from? From Upu. My mom went to Tuktu a few months ago. And she hasn't come back yet. And couldn't pay the rent on the house, so I've been scrounging. You know the family? Just my mom. My mom was uh, originally in the Sun District. She uh, was a weaponsmith. But some of her weapons got traced to a few thieves. It wasn't her fault. She didn't know she was selling it to them. But they thought she was providing thieves with weapons, so they took away her good standing. She was forced to sell a shop in the sun. Um, she went to Tuktu, where I've got relatives. She said she was going to borrow some money and come back. She mm. hasn't come back for a while now. Thanks for the food. You're welcome. away at it. Do you got a place to sleep tonight? No. Do you got any family, brothers, sisters? Stay with some friends, they have a barn. A barn? Filled with other children? Not filled, there's a couple others. How many of you are there? They come and go, it's not always the same ones. Five or six, maybe? Alright. I'm, I'm kind of like looking to Bizarre and we're trying to, to mm. gauge like what they're feeling about this is. Orba looks sad. Orba feels for What? Are you like... This is shame, Communicate a thought? Yeah, well... If you'd like to get him a room, we already have three in ours. Two. Two no. rooms. We have three. Yeah, yeah. three oh, people. Three in yours, yes. What are you thinking? Do you think maybe, um... Where's a good place I could find you? In the Moon District, probably uh, near the Scale House. It's a the, tavern. Near the Scale House? Yeah. Alright. What's your name? Johnny. Johnny? Yeah. It's nice to meet you, Johnny. I hope you enjoyed the chicken. Johnny Paisley. What was your mother's name? Ginny uh, Paisley. You said she left three months ago. Did you say why she was going? Yeah, she went to borrow money from relatives. Mm-hmm. It's only a couple days to took to, so that's a long time to be gone. Do you know the names of your relatives who she was borrowing money from? She said it was an uncle, not one that I knew. Okay. He continues to sort of nibble at the food, sort of ravenous but trying to hold it back a little bit, sort of quickly eating and then stopping and quickly eating a little more. You want to try some of this? And she hands him the beer. <laughs> <laughs> little, little sip. 
And it looks like he doesn't like the taste of it, but... I, I felt the same way, sir. But he trust, takes another sip of it. It gets you nice and warm. That's good. It gets cold sometimes near the water. Mm. Um, other than, like, the actual cloak that I'm wearing, would I have anything that I could give him? Like clothing-wise? Like, I, if you well, have something, I, I don't, don't think I do, but I don't have, like, anything else that we all have. No, I think the only, like, spare clothes... Like, I know Erland has a spare robe, the, the one he bought, and... I have a sword I, I have, says, I have yeah. like a climbing kit. I, I, I think I have. <laughs> yeah, you can wear the climbing kit. The climbing kit is, Where's is, that is, ramp? is, is fake, <laughs> and that the rope also smells like. It's the newest fashion of climbing. Um, so I have I have a plain cloak in my bag. Can I pull the plain cloak out of my bag? This was Erla's cloak that he gave to you. No, this uh, this was the extra one I think that we bought. Do you remember? Oh we yeah, we bought one. one? Did we already use someone? Did you give that You're to Bazaar? No, no, we bought two clothes. We bought a ratty one for her. And then we bought a normal one. Sure, sure, yeah. That's a plain yeah. Okay, so I'm going to take it out and like put the cloak yeah, And he kind of wraps it over. It's big on him, but he yeah. sort of looks like a little bundle there. All right, well, I hope that we'll see you um, at some point, maybe today. In the, uh, where did he say it was going to be? I'm sorry. Uh, scale house. Scale Near house. the scale house is where this barn or wherever he says is located. Um... I am, um, I'm really good at following people without being noticed, if you ever need that. Oh, that's a useful skill. For coin or for food or something. Well, we wouldn't need you to steal anything for us, but... I can do that too. That's alright, um, I think that might be dangerous, I'd rather keep you safe. You keep saying that one. Um... So I then then I think what I'll I'll give him how much how much how much money do you think he needs for <laughs> like a little bit of food? If I gave him like two copper, how much would that buy him? Oh, I already have a gold piece out. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you? How much? I mean, gold piece would buy uh, quite a few meals. Yeah. Like simple meals. Yeah. Well, my friend Little Johnny, um, you said there's a couple of you. Yeah. Um, or we just like. Plops one gold piece on the table and like. So on it, and he reaches for it quickly, and as he does so, the platter kind of clink, 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 like the platter, and he sort of reaches. Uh, make a perception check. Oh, okay. That gives more money than Raven does now. Eight. <laughs> so he sort of picks up the plate and he sort of hands it back to you. He sort of looks apologetic. That's okay. Then he takes the gold piece. Sorry. I'll bring it back to him. Yeah, go ahead and buy some food for everybody. Do you come here often? Sometimes after midnight, they give away the food that wasn't being used. So yeah. Go get some fresh food. Right. And he sort of shuffles off, and this sort of big cloak is like dragging <laughs> on the floor. And as the door closes, it kind of gets stuck in it, and he has to open it and oh, pull it out. Little Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but do you have enough gold left? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to share if you didn't. Oh, what? No, well, I, she gave it up. So I looked in. <laughs> Thank you, though. Mm-hmm. Well, if we wanted to try to get an early rise tomorrow, I know the boys had some plans. I think we should yeah. go to our room. Well, you don't have to, but... No, I'm just thinking that someone should do something about a bunch of kids living in a barn, but I'm not sure how much band they have. They seem pretty self-sufficient at the moment. Maybe we stop in in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so that kind of bothered her. Like, that kind of bothered me. So, I, yeah. I'm gonna kind of like, uh, all right, so what do you think? We'll, we'll meet, the, we'll wait for them and meet upstairs? Or? Uh, I believe Arlen said you would knock on our door in the morning when they were headed out. They're oh. right next to us. 
Okay, I think maybe we should get some sleep then. Okay, agreed. Let's go. You guys head up and the man at the front sort of gives you a nod as you head up. He's already giving you a Good evening. Have a good evening. Thank you. And let's you go up. You guys make your way to the room. Door opens, the other doors close next to you that you know the men are sleeping in. <laughs> and there's two beds in the room and sort of a... There's a... Is there a little chair or anything? Yeah, there is a chair. Yeah. Or a chair. Mm-hmm. You take the bed. I slept on fluffy sheets many times on this journey. And I'm the smallest. We're both pretty small. Do you want to share? Share a bed? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. It's cozy, but the two of you can fit. We're both really small. Who picks spoon? I pick spoon. I get to be the little. So there's, so there's one. Is it? There's a mattress on chair. Do I sit? There's two. There's two beds. There's two beds. Oh, okay. I'll get three. So you sort of take your stuff off, slump it down. You guys are sort of finally breathing, relaxing into the night. As Orba kind of looks through her things as she's taking them off, one extra gold piece is missing from your bag. Even when I had a fucking... You took it out to give him a coin. Okay. Wow. That little devil. (laughs) Well, they'll be eating very good tonight. (laughs) Do you have enough gold? (laughs) (laughs) She sees Orba like... (laughs) Something about it. Once I see that, can I like root through my bag a little bit and make sure everything else is there? Make another perception. And you have time to look through it. it you, everything's still there. As far as Ooh, Jesus age. It would have been. It would have been given the <laughs> given the short window of opportunity. It would have been too difficult to take something large out of your bag. So okay, you just sort cool. of like grabbed a coin as cool. Yeah. Um, the classic plate distraction. Classic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that one from my day. Uh, grand. Okay. Sleep. This is a long rest. For everybody? Wow, yes. yes. we have yes. awesome. I'm full. I'm full so skills returned, health returned. I think I got beautiful. The hit point, right? Stay steady. Yeah. 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 No hit points. Oh, they go back. Oh, wow. Stay full. Maximum. I didn't use any of my special things last time. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> You shut up. You shut up. Uh, you shut you know, your I had faith in us. Zara just... didn't use her things. <laughs> anyway. I and even with the curtains drawn, the morning light permeates enough to cause a bit of stirring in the bedroom of Graven and Erlen. The wooden bed frame kind of groans under the weight of the Goliath as he rolls over on the one side. Eyes slowly cracking open to see the sparkling basin through a slit in the drapery. And see the light reflecting off the lake. And having finally seized the opportunity to catch an early night's rest, you rise at a decently early hour for once. And after the previous day's events, you take a moment to appreciate the lack of strife and duress and allow your mind to wander a little as you contemplate what Mukmu has in store for you. And Erlen hears Graven kind of moving a little bit and it causes you to come out of your slumber. You know, uh, Get the ram. And just like, <laughs> across the floor. Sit, sit on the edge of the bed and just kind of do some lifts with it. <laughs> yeah. Dope. What? Is this your usual morning routine? Well, just saw the opportunity. I haven't had a chance to stretch my uh, muscles in a while, I suppose. Lovely. Um, everyone's gonna sort of stand and look 
just out onto the lake now that it's uh, you sort of morning. Put the curtains aside, and it's quite beautiful. It looks like a lot of the sort of fishermen and these people have got an, an early start on the day. There's a number of boats out on the water, some sort of fishing vessels and things moving along. You see them moving along to the river on the other side. I feel like we haven't got much of a chance to talk about <laughs> Without jinxing anything, this is the first day in a long time where we don't have any conflicts on the horizon. Mm. <laughs> Pressing matters, yes. <laughs> a few days away. May I ask, do you know how Jillian found you? No, I don't, honestly. She just appeared one day. Quite literally, yes. Mm, same. Interesting. I mean... She seems to know a great deal. It seems as if you and I are the only people on this team that have any sort of immediate connection to Jillian at this point. Mm. <laughs> have you ever met a Goliath other than myself? No. Um, <clears throat> no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do I amaze No, um... <laughs> You've definitely, you might have seen a glide, you, you didn't know any person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely um, didn't know any person. In, 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 in my travels, I've seen Goliaths around, but you're the first that I've spoken to with any, in any sort of length. Why do you ask? Just wondering. Mm-hmm. I've known you three days, Goliath, and you are never just wondering. Fair enough. Well, I suppose let me know if you do meet any. Any other Goliaths? Yes. Bouraj has come up before. I told you that I know him. Is there anything else about him that you'd like to share at this moment? No. There <laughs> is nothing to share. I told you we were, we were children together. I haven't seen him in many years. If I had a chance to again, I would like to. Did you know his family at all? Yes. Brothers, sisters? I suppose he had a few when I was probably closest to Buraj. What were they... Did you grow up in the same place? Yes. And where would that be? In the mountains. <laughs> I figured as much. Mm. Why are you so interested in finding Buraj if he's just an old friend? I have many old friends that I, I no longer want to see. So interested. But he's come up a number of times. This is I, the second time you've brought him up unprovoked. I don't know if he has something to do with the many messes we've found ourselves in, and if for some reason he is, I'd like to know about it. Would that would there be any reason to suspect that he would be a tied with the gentle void or, or, or in, in any way linked to Mike and Is there anything about I'd like him? to just say, I'm, I'm asking you to tell me things if you find them out. I don't know anything. All right. I, I do. do like to dig. It's <laughs> like, oh, Drops the rail. Yeah, yeah. We're in the next yeah. room like, did, did anyone hear that? <laughs> Um, that was not intentional. 
anyway, for what it's worth, given that you and I are the only direct employees of Jillian, you're probably the person I trust most here, so I'll be sure to let you know. Thank you. I agree, I feel the same. <laughs> um, I'm gonna head downstairs and... In fact. Yes? Well, apparently not. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what role Orba will play, but I think that there is more to her than we realize. I think that's probably, probably true, yes. For better or for worse. Uh, why do you bring that up now? Well, just help me keep an eye on her. Of course. Are you worried about her safety or her running off? Or... No. You're very vague this morning, Goliath. <laughs> yes, I will keep an eye on Orba. I hope that she stays with us past midnight. So do I. Can I get breakfast now? Let's go. <laughs> you put the ram down. <laughs> yeah. The door opens. And you guys can kind of hear them getting up and ready. And you guys... <sighs> Morning. Orba's like got an arm and a leg over Bazara. She's <laughs> just knocked out. <laughs> Slept pretty well, actually. How about you, Orba? Good morning. Yes, it was nice. You're like a little stuffed animal. Thank you. It's very nice of you to say. Yep, it was nice. Uh, breakfast, anyone? Yes, please. That sounds yes. good. The food last night looked delicious. <clears throat> and you guys start to move down the stairs, and as you guys open the door, you can see Erlen and Graven starting to descend the stairs, so you're just behind them. And you guys move down, and Erland and Graven get to the bottom of the staircase, and the same man is there, and he catches your attention before you sort of head over to the kitchen area. Oh, excuse me. Um, yes. yes. I believe something was dropped off for you early this morning. Of course, of course. Um, a couple of notes and a couple of small satchels. Oh. And he sort of takes out one at a time. Uh, name? Graven. Graven. And he sort of looks, and he picks up, and it's like a little, like, burlap satchel. And there's a note attached to it. And he gives you the satchel and the note. Name? Uh, Erland. So it looks smooth. Ah, yes. He takes a note, he takes a little satchel, hands it to you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was Anthony. That was, that was 100% Anthony. Oh my god. And there were more of you, yes, coming down? Morning, boys. Oh, yes. Um, you're all with the same party, yes? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, name? Bizarre. Excellent. Uh, takes out one, takes a little pouch, oh, hands it over. Uh, yeah, you know, gotcha. Sorry. Thank Long you. Names. Oh, Sephira. Last two. That's it. And, uh, this is Orba's. Sephira. And he takes a little pouch and he hands it to you. Thank All you. sort of simple pouches with a little drawstring. Uh, and he hands them out. And do, 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 I, do I tip you? Oh, no need. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank um, you, sir. And you guys can peek into the pouches? Or yeah, look in the pouch. Yeah, and it has what it says there on the note. Hmm. 
I'm gonna head to the um, sort of bar area. Yeah, it's more like a kitchen. Yeah, but, kitchen yeah, area. Yeah. but is there like a high? Is there a high top like a bartender, or is it more? No, like just there's a, like an opening into the kitchen, but there's mostly just tables set up. There isn't like a like a it's like a bar stool area kind of thing. There isn't really that. But, okay. Yeah. Um, there's a number of tables that are open and available. Great. Grab. Who do I talk to for food? There's someone in there who's a guy. It looks like a different guy than the one yesterday, but someone with an apron who's that you can sort of smell the smells of the kitchen, some sort of eggs and omelets and things being great. made in the kitchen. Um, sort of like to... Excuse me, sir? Yeah. Uh, breakfast for, um, five? All right. Um, we've got omelets, we've got, uh, bacon and eggs, or, um, blood hawk eggs, bacon stuffed bread. Oh. Uh, Never had this many grand choices before. Standard kitchen fare over here. Bacon stuffed bread, please. Mm, five um, silver. Okay. What were the other two choices? Uh, Omelettes, bacon and egg sandwich, or uh, blood hawk eggs that we serve over easy. I'll take the bacon and egg sandwich, please. Great. Three silver. <laughs> so yeah, I'll now. take one of those too. Three silver. Just, mm. just an omelette, please. Uh, five copper. Just oh, eggs. For yeah, the, the omelette, the, the, the standard omelette is just, like, it doesn't have anything inside. It's basically just a small salad. Right. Just eggs. Uh, great. Five, five copper. Three silver for you. Good, thanks. And he collects yeah. the money from you, and you can. He goes back, and you can hear some of the, you know, eggs being cracked and things being so frying up. And you guys have a moment here in the morning. What do we say is our plan for the day? Anyone? Oh, welcome back. Good morning. And where were you yesterday? Uh, well, I was exactly where I told you I was. I was in a carriage. We actually didn't. I didn't read your notes. Tell us anything. Do you guys know exactly what was going on? Be quiet. I told you what the note said. Yeah, yes, very loudly. You want you want to read the note? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was with Massive. I told you I was with Massive. That's where I went. I'm back now. How did it go? I heard you stole something and killed six people. Congratulations. I killed, I killed no one, thank you very much. I'm glad uh, you weren't stolen or killed, I suppose. Wow, thank you for the vote of confidence. I we took the map, but Duldoon is fine with it. Interesting. When you say he's fine with it, what exactly does that mean? I mean that as long as we uphold our end of the bargain, which is put a so you significant... You a bargain with him or you stole from him? Well, we stole from him initially. I do not plan on weighing so our past decisions every day. No, that's I'm going fine. to go find... Cedric, if anybody would like to come with me. Right. Who's, who's Cedric? Cedric. Julian said he heads up the uh, the local... Ah, yes. Cedric Skents. Cedric What Skentz. are you planning on doing with Cedric? Well, she asked if we would find out whether they, they've had any problems with the Black Lions or such. I don't plan on mentioning Mike in it, but maybe we can learn something. And at this point, the, he comes out with the food, he's sort of with the little platters, and he hands them out. Thank you. And it's hot, it's nice, it's, it's pretty good for sort of standard... Thank you, sir. ...and fair. It may be, tread lightly mentioning, say this part quietly, uh, any of the names on the letter we found with Marissa. Of course. But it may be worth investigating the names to see if he knows anything, if they're wanted, if there are other other distributors of any sort. She gave us his name. She did not say that we could trust him with everything. Definitely not. Marissa, this is the maid you killed? Uh, Yes. Okay. She had a list of names? Uh, there was a letter that mentioned two other people who may be Mike and uh, Wesley and Yvonne, or Yvonne. Wesley and Yvonne. We don't know what they are. They may be other distributors. They may be Gentle Void. They may be Black Lion. 
we don't know much. Fairly clean slate. Is the um, server or anybody like nearby? Not the moment, you could flag somebody. No, that's okay, I wait. Where did they say we could um, meet the lemonade man? Oh, I think we should avoid that entirely. Jillian explicitly said that she tends to not engage in uh, distributors prior to scouting missions, lest they be warned of our presence. I think engaging directly with any distributors would be very, very bad. So maybe we avoid any bars that are in the Moon District, because that's apparently where that kind of business is done. Or at least, at the very least, don't order lemonade for the bars. I have a question, and I'm not sure if now's the right time to have this conversation, but do we think it's the best way if our goal is to shut down these camps and to get, to stop it from being distributed, then don't you think, if we, if we shut down this camp, yes. we don't do any investigating into how it works, how it's sold, how it's distributed, That's how it's exactly what we're doing. That's no, but she's going to find it, find that information out, and then immediately blow it up. Doesn't we don't destroy it. We well, just do the scouting. Well, you were gone, Jillian. We, our, our scouting mission is specifically to look at who guards it, who's employed there, the number of people, the types of people. Are they military? Are they workers? Who runs the camp? No, I understand with the scouting. I've been on a scouting mission before. Well, well, what you just that's... described was what and we are doing exactly what we're doing. What you're no, I know what I'm saying is, is it the smartest thing to do? To, to figure out the information about I, the camp. I think the problem is that there are multiple kinds of people who are responsible for all of these Mykonid camps. It's not one party in general. Like she said, you can't cut the head off a snake if there's ten snakes. So I think what we're doing is we're running around to all the different heads and we're putting out fires and we're not paying attention to what's starting them. And how would you suggest without invest... The biggest lead we have right now in terms of anything well, I'm not saying larger. we shouldn't destroy this camp. I'm saying maybe we should question our, our methods because maybe it's better if we do this through espionage and we work at finding out who the real players of this are. If we need, if we want to really do this, I don't want to go around just shutting down the camps because that's nothing. It's putting up fire after it's already started. It's it's too late by that point. Safira, I hear what you're saying, but I believe Jillian wants us to go in and figure out the interworking of the camps. We're not She's blowing them up ourselves. If you know of some There's shadowy... There's a little extra din in here than there was last night, so, you know, you can have a reasonable conversation. If you know about any shadowy overlord situation that is running this, then please share, but nobody does. And this is what we are doing. We are going to the source, and we are finding information. What we if do. you are not comfortable with killing anybody there, that you don't have to. It has nothing to do with it. It's exactly what it is. Why is everybody getting so mad at each other? I think she's posing a question, and I think if you all just ruminate, it on, ruminate on it for a second and think about it, maybe we'll be able to make some progress. But at the moment, we're sticking to the plan. She's not trying to... I'm not like... trying to deviate from the plan. What I think we should do is have a real conversation with Jillian about what the best way to shut this operation down might be. Look, what we're doing right now is scouting this camp. Right. Everything that it seems like you want more information on, if you want to find who's in charge of this, if you want to chase this all the way to the head, it begins with scouting this camp, regardless. We can have a long conversation afterwards about what we want to do with the information we get from the scouting mission, but at this particular moment, our job is to scout and find out all we can, 
and if we want to destroy it afterwards, we can have that conversation. I agree with Erland. What we find there could lead to what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I hope it does. I, 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 when I had a conversation with Jillian about scouting these camps, it didn't seem like she was interested in doing anything other than going to the camps and destroying them. I think she's maybe I just wanted being to interest realistic. her in something and maybe a, a more, you know, useful endeavor. Well, that's something to work to work toward, I guess. So you wanted to go to the institute, correct? Uh, yes. Would you like to join me? That sounds lovely. Yeah, yes, actually. Like um, I don't think many of us should go. I think that the more of us that go, the scholars, the teachers, I don't want it to feel like an interrogation. That might be true. I'm ex-military. You'd be best suited to go, I'm sure. I think the tiefling would be best suited to go with me, yes. All right. Fancy any help finding Cedric? Sure. Yeah? Sure. Oh, Graven, I was also going to ask if anybody knew if there was any kind of temples around. Would you want to go visit them with me? Maybe. <laughs> okay. I will let you know what I discover. Do. What sort of temples? Um, well, I've never... Well, I guess we didn't really... <laughs> Graven seems a little uncomfortable no. with that. With that uh, we didn't really investigate it in Orenchupa, but I would also... I would like to see if there's any kind of new Kelkian temples around. That I could visit. Hmm. Could be interesting. Mm-hmm. That maybe you might enjoy it. Did we have Perhaps. any leads of where Cedric was? Um, I, I would imagine someone here at the inn would know where the head of the <laughs> <laughs> director of reserves. reserves. <laughs> Somebody at the inn here would know where the director. Where'd you go, man? Guy who works at the front that you could yeah. presumably ask him as a regular I, resident. Of I him. also have some like geographical questions, of course. Excuse me. Uh, yes. Uh, what's your name? Uh, uh, my name is Prescott. Prescott. Yes. We have a couple questions because we're new in town. Yes. Um, first question, I believe you have for him, sir. Uh, do you know where the head of the reserves? Yes, would be? Uh, he's located at the reservation center. Sort of a city hall at the southern end of the sun. It's in the center of the town square. It's very hard to miss. There's a large, tall spire that sticks out in the corner. Oh, boy. It's on the reservation center. It's number three on your map for practical Ooh. reference purposes. Gotcha. <clears throat> Would this uh, city center also have a sort of um, town ledger, perhaps? a Like a list of everyone in town at residence, property owners? Well, everyone who's a permanent resident of Mukmu has a good standing rating, and they keep the records there at the reservation center. So if they're a citizen of Mukmu, their name is somewhere in that ledger. I would like to know if you have any temples in Mukmu. There are two, yes. Um, there's the Lakafuyu of Mukmu. That's at the southern end of Mukmu. That's number 12 on your map. Mm-hmm. And there is New Kelke of the Moon. <gasps> it's number 10. Sorry, that was my voice. <laughs> but he says it's number 10 yeah. as he looks at your map. <laughs> it's number 10. It's number 10. Uh, yeah, it's, it's number 10. New Kelke. There's two at Sorry. New Kelke of the Moon, of the Moon District. That's what he's called. Oh, got it. it Not like the Moon. <clears throat> no. New Kelke of the Moon. And that's number 10. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And 12 is the lack of William trick. Wonderful, Maybe thank you. Uh, and the direction of the... Uh, Natural Studies Institute as well. It's right across the street from the reservation center. And that's oh. about four on your map. We will all be traveling together, it seems. That's the institution. Natural Studies Institute, mm-hmm. number four. Any other questions? Any um, landmarks or anything that we should know about? Any famous places? I'm not sure about famous. Um, you could try the Wet Dock. It's a pub and restaurant a couple streets down. He describes it's number two on your map there. That's in the sun? Yep, in the sun. Sorry, what was the name again? The it's called dock. the Wet Dock. Wet Dock. And the food selection there is very good if you uh, want something more than just what we have here at the inn. Oh, wonderful. Is any place to buy... Um, Traveling supplies, maps, potions? Of course, yes. And he describes sort of the town square, and number six is, uh, it's called Hayes and Things. Hayes works there, and that's sort of general goods. What about any magic shops? There is one of those as well. Um, it's called Trinketry, mm-hmm. and that's number seven. Um, does the Fleet of the Broken Crown have a presence here? They do. There is a... Um, Broken Crown uh, Station, I believe it's called. It's in the uh, northern end of the sun. It's where all the walls are. They keep themselves fairly locked in. And that's number five on your map. Oh. What was that called? That broken was, Crown Station. I that south. Uh, you... Oh, five is south, yeah. No, you're... The, yep, the holes go on. That should be... This is north, right? That's south. <sighs> You said you yeah, said, like you said it differently. No, I said like you're looking at it in your binder. Yeah, yeah, yeah you said that's on north. The left. Look, hmm? if it's in a binder. Oh yes, you're right. Okay. I lied. So it's, so, it's <laughs> so five is south. Oh, uh, so the page is on the left, okay. not the As if it was in your binder. Look at it that way. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Yes, you're south. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. We just felt uh, so yes. betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it in your binder. That will make it easy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the holes line um, up correctly. Or game shops around. I'm not sure if there's something of that kind. I'd direct you to the general goods store. Got it. Not sure if there's something that specific. And that would be in the square. Yes, there's the town square has trinketry, haze and things, the bauble shop. Any wig or dress shops around? Um, no, that might be part of the general, general goods as well. Store. If they have something. Well, Thank you. Have a good afternoon. Thank yes. you very much. It was delicious. And before I leave, I turn around and since he seems really knowledgeable. Sure. Excuse me, Mr. Prescott. Oh, yes, of course. He puts down sort of the quill. Do you know of anyone who's um, interested in playing the game of chess? I'm not sure I know what you mean. I've just been out. Um... Like I said, uh, there's no games shop, so you'll have to go to the general goods. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Goes back to writing in his letter. The day is yours. Where are yeah. we headed? Yeah. Should we head over to the reservation? Well, we're all walking together, it yes. sounds like. Oh. Yes. Yeah. They're right across the street from each other. It sounds like we should maybe uh, take this time if anyone needs to you know, get any goods of any kind and, you know. Could I have the, um, copy of the, uh, the page from the, the Grimoire? Oh, yeah, sure. And I'm going to kind of hand it to sure. Um, 
And yeah, so are we are we kind of like leaving? Are we stepping out? The door? I, I kind yeah, of I think so. Yeah, can I sort of open the door? And step can I kind of hang back a little bit just for a quick second? Sure. Yeah. Um, would it be reasonable for me to be able to flag him down, like kind of without getting their attention? <laughs> flag who down? Like the the innkeeper. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And just kind of can I say something quietly enough that they wouldn't be able to hear me or no? Just yeah. run up to me. Did you forget something? Yeah, sorry. Do you happen to know if there's a courier service anywhere else? Uh, there is, yes. Uh, Mel's Couriers. Oh. It's near the Broken Crown Station. Okay. Um, can I, which Number one? five. Number, yeah, it's okay. the Broken Crown. So it's right. So it's right. Yeah. Oh, and um, just so I know, mm-hmm. the, the bar that the, the Johnny said that he was going to be at, where is that on the map? Uh, that is, so three of them are labeled 11. Those are three different bars in the moon. Oh, okay. okay. Um, the, uh, you would have to find that out. Yeah, okay. You don't know that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Bar? I thought he said barn. He didn't say barn. He did. Well, he, he said it was near a pub near called, a pub. uh, <clears throat> the Scale House. Where can I put my money pouch? Like, can I put it in my bag? Has it always been in my bag? Or is it uh, on a separate part of me? No, it's been in your bag, like a flap of like a pocket of your, of yeah. your knapsack. And yes. I have like a cloak on or some kind, right? Can yeah. I put the bag on and then the cloak over top so that sure. I have like a yeah. It's less on visible, plus? sure. Try not to run any more Jones. You guys see Orba walking, she has like a weird like tumor on the side of her. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah you drape the cloak over the top. I'm gonna follow them out the door. Now. Great. And you guys start to move through, and it doesn't take long to get to the sort of town square area that he described. It's fairly lively. People are starting to get going. There's a number of shops, people hawking wares and things. And we'll head to the reservation center first. And you come upon a sort of two-story stone building, and you're all sort of together at this point, and the others will sort of break well, off. I want to talk to you. I want to yeah. make sure I chat with them before nope, they break off. Yep. Um, if you're going to the, um, uh, the, the sort of reservation center, um, I think it might be worthwhile, especially if we're not going to ask about um, Marissa, Ivana, or Wesley, have a look in the record of good standing to see if you can learn anything about them. Uh, I, I can do all, that. It's all public record, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, just to, if, you're, if you're already going to be there, have a look through the book, see what you can find about them, see if you can find out where they live, just any information so we know who they are. That's right. a good idea. I think we should try it. If it's public record, I'm not... It's probably you may even want to do that before you speak with um, Cedric, just so you have a little bit of information. You know what you're asking about. It's a good idea. I'm full of them. Yes. (laughs) Oh yes. Well, don't go tooting on her horn too much. Come on. And you guys move through the streets, and so the three of you are going to the reservation center. Mm -hmm. Great. So you guys come upon a two-story stone building on this sort of end of the main square that's described to you by Prescott. And a narrow spire towers over most of the surrounding structures. It looks like it would have an excellent view of the city on a clear day. It's much, much taller than a lot of the buildings around here. And it has these sort of interlocking sun and moon symbols that are carved into the masonry, denoting it as property of the city. You saw this symbol carved in a couple of the walls as well. It seems like that's just a marking of sort of a public building. And a handful of guards in yellow tunics are sort of ambling about in the area. And there's a short staircase that's like five stairs up that leads up to a set of double doors that's partially ajar at the moment. It doesn't seem like they're keeping people out. And you guys can walk up the staircase. 
And you start to move through the doors, and nobody stops you. There's a few guards there who sort of regard you as you pass, but just politely, nobody stops you. And you move through, and there's a man sweeping the floor there at the door, and he sort of politely moves out of the way and allows you to go in. And you see eight desks in two columns, and there's two scribes to each desk. And it seems like they're meticulously sort of flipping through ledgers and jotting down notes as they cross-check with each other. They'll write something, look at what the other person has, confirm, and they'll jot it down a little bit more. And there's a clean-shaven man with long gray hair and a yellow headband walking up and down sort of the rows and aisles of these desks. And he occasionally kind of picks up a ledger, sort of flips through it, nods, and sort of puts it back on the table, returning it to the desk. And sometimes he picks one up, seeing that it sort of seems complete, he closes it and he puts it on a bookshelf, and there's bookshelves sort of lining this interior. Um, can I help you? Hello. Uh, this is, uh, the reservation center. It is, yes. I'm Standing Sergeant Uriel. Can I help you? Yes, uh, we are travelers, and, uh, we found the, your city fascinating. Wondering if we could just learn a bit more about your systems here and how you... This isn't really somewhere for learning. Is there a specific question you have? Oh, well. We were wondering um, if we could browse some public records. Uh, we can look something up for you. They're not for public browsing. Mm. Oh, okay. You're looking for a person, a name, a place? Um, we, we might be. We also wanted to um, talk to someone as well. Yes, is uh, Cedric Skentz. Yes, the director is in. Um, who can I tell him is calling upon him? My name is Graven. Graven? Bizarra. Bizarra. Zafira. Zafira. Um, last names, should I tell him? Is he expecting you? No, it should so. be a casual course. I don't think it's... Oh. <laughs> Good. All right, um, I'll be back. Um, please don't interrupt the scribes. They're, they're very busy. Okay. And he sort of looks, and then he moves, and he moves sort of down the back hallway. And you have a moment here, and the scribes are kind of dutifully writing, and a couple of them kind of look up at you and go back to their work. And <laughs> just say, Psst. Are you going to one of the scribes? Yeah. <laughs> and he sort of looks around to make sure that Ariel's not there. Yes? Don't want to disturb you. Oh. What is it exactly that you're writing? Uh, we're just making copies of the records, so if one gets destroyed to them, we don't lose track of who has good standing. How many copies do you make? Um, recently we've been making more. We've been having problems. Sorry. Problems? Yes. How so? Well, we... And as he starts to talk, Uriel returns. I was going to say, I was going to kind of put my body sure, I mean, kind of between back. her and, and where yeah, he Yeah, you can. You sort of have time to yeah, scoot there so. quickly. And Uriel sort of... <clears throat> you may come. Great. Thank you. Yes, thanks. And the guy sort of gives you a look as you go by. Would I be able to, while I'm walking, and you're probably going to say no, but to have like a little like piece of paper, can I like scrawl something on it if I found like a quill? Um, do you have that on you, or are you taking something from a from one of the desks? No, I think I I, I was hoping that I I I don't think I have anything on me. Yeah, I don't think you have it. So you would have to quickly take it off of someone's desk. Is that what you wanted to do? Yeah, I'm gonna try to just adjust a piece of paper. Well, actually, no, no, that was great, great. Severe goes. She kind of like thinks about it, and then she thinks that's a terrible decision, and so she says no. Sure. <laughs> great. And he leads you down this sort of narrow hallway, and there's a sharp curve at the end that turns, 
and it opens up into this office that's sort of about 15 feet wide in both directions, tidily kept, and there's a number of glass cabinets that contain what look to be, they seem like wartime collectibles. There's sort of a sword on a, delicately placed on a rack. There's a hat with a nice sort of feather sticking out of it, and these are all encased in, in these glass cases. There's a pair of well-polished boots in one of them, a few other small trinkets. And there's a man in there, in his 50s, dark hair pulled back into a tight ponytail. And he has sharp cheekbones and muscular forearms. He has a sort of loose-fitting, pale yellow robe with a, with a sun symbol on it. And he gives you a sort of curious smile as you enter. We might have been expecting someone that he knew when he was being called upon. He doesn't seem to recognize any of you off the bat. And he stands up as you enter from his desk. Director of Reserve, Cedric Skens. And he hands out a hand. And as you reach out your hand, he grabs it and he clasps the other hand on top and he gives you like a good shake. <laughs> Cedric Skens, Cedric Skens, Director of Reserve, Cedric Skens, Director of Reserves. And then he, oh, please, sit. Quite a time grip you got there. Well, we try to keep things professional, please. Emotions, there's a few chairs there on the other side of his desk. It's a pleasure. Um, I'm sorry I don't recognize you. Well, we are travelers. We've come from different places and from far, but we heard that you would be a man to talk to around here. Depends what you're looking for, I guess. Hmm. We, uh... Sorry, I'm not trying to be rude, but I do have a meeting fairly soon, so I'm happy to help with the yeah, time sorry, that I have. I don't have. want to take up too much of your time. Fair enough. We... The reason we ended up in Mukmu is we, uh, were tracking a few black lions, mm-hmm. and we ended up Taking care of Dispatching them. Dispatching. Yes. Yeah. They can be problematic, yeah. yeah I'm wondering, problems. have you had any problems with them of late here in the city? Or More so than nearby? usual. I'd say we'd have less problems, if anything. Most Black Lion reports come from uh, merchants being ambushed along the western roads. It's been fairly quiet recently. Interesting. Merchants? Merchants of what kind? Any kind in particular? Just any merchant passing through? Over the years, pretty much anybody. They're happy to take whatever's given to them. Mm. Um, look, I'm not trying to be an ass, but there's nothing we can do about travellers who don't take the proper precautions. So if you get too close to the Shocky Mountains and you've got valuables, they might come after you. Understandable. I fancy myself a hunter as well. Have you had any problems with, uh, with beasts on the uh, outskirts of the city? Mm, beasts? What kind of beasts? I don't know. Anything. Anything, really. I don't think so. I've had some unusual undead activity at the cemetery, mm. but uh, Gravekeeper Yannick says he's got it under control, so I'm not going to worry with it yet. The, I mean, you know the Black Lions are necromancers. Yeah. That's not related to that. Yannick doesn't seem to think so. Mm. Interesting. Nobody's been killed. Just seems to think the spirits are angry, disturbed. I don't know. You I don't worry myself with it until it becomes a problem. You say you haven't investigated it at all? Like I said, Gravekeeper Yannick seems to think that they're fairly harmless at this point. Would you mind if we had a chat with Yannick? Just because we've just recently had some uh, bad encounters with some necromancers that uh, Black Lions would hate to have him have the same experience. Sure, yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Where Where's the cemetery? cemetery? And he describes the area of the cemetery. It's the sort of large purple number 13 on the map. Mm-hmm. It's just outside the city walls. Yannick, what's his name? Yannick, Gravekeeper Yannick, yeah. Um, but like I said, I'm not going to deal with it. We've got bigger problems, so... What well, kind of problems are you having, sir? Well, sort of uh, a lot of recent pushback against the standing system. Hmm. It's one man in particular, Quentin Femme, has 
She's got people all riled up, spreading lies about it. We're planning to carve up the Moon District into additional quarters, push people into ghettos. It's all lies. We're not mm. doing that. It seems like it's worked out well so far. Has there been any redistributing of housing recently? Um, maybe a couple. You'd have to speak to Uriel. Uh, look, it's been in place for a long time. If your standing falls under 70%, you can lose your property. It is what it is. people's standings fallen under 70% recently? Mm. Recently? No. It happens here and there. What abounds for bad standing? What what? What makes your standing go down? Crime? Lying to a city official? Uh, not paying your taxes? Any number of small things. Do you guys provide any housing um, for orphans? No, not to my knowledge. Right. Okay. One problem at a time, I think. Yeah. So you, you enforce the, uh, the standings, but uh, who creates them? Who? I'm not sure I know what you mean. Yeah, when guess. you become a citizen of Mukmu, unless uh, we have some other information, you start with a perfect hundred standing. If you do anything wrong, your standing drops. Hmm. You have to apply for citizenship, and then you go in the ledgers. You probably aren't in the ledgers, because I don't think you're citizens. I wouldn't imagine so. Just visiting. We heard from your, your men out there uh, that you've been having some problems with the copies. Yeah, like I said, um, this uh, guy, uh, Quentin Femme, he's got people all riled up and there's been some attacks, or not really attacks, but we've had people sneak into the reserves and start burning the books, mm. trying to destroy the records, see, so they don't know who's got good standing and who's got bad standing, but right. it's ridiculous. We keep copies, of course, but I think he thinks it's symbolic in a way. Are these standings public record? Can anyone look at them? Sure, yeah, if you've got a name. It's not hidden. Mm. I'm just curious. Well, if we can be of any help, um, I'm a ranger and he um, has some experience fighting as well. So does Bizarra. Uh, Very good fighter. If you should need to call on us, uh, let us know. Also, if you uh, have any information about the Black Lions, We'd be happy to know. We are planning on maybe travelling through that area again, so we just want to make sure that... Well, let's certainly keep safe. your wits about you. I don't know that I have any specific information. Like I said, it's actually been fairly quiet from the Black Lines recently. Yeah. And uh, City Watch has had things under control so far, but if I have any problems, uh, I can yeah. try and find you. Cheers. Cool. Well, look, we know you're a busy man. It was really nice to meet you. Thanks yeah. for taking the time. Of course. We'll be at the Lakeside Inn. Yeah. Excellent. Where do you frequent around here? Fair, fun, social. Any of the number of taverns, I usually stick to the one in the sun, but there's one in the moons as well. Wet dock over there, good food. Oh, I heard, um, I heard good things about uh, the scale house. Uh, would you happen to know where that is? Yeah, it's not one that I frequent, but uh, and he describes it to you. Of the three ones labeled 11, mm -hmm. it's the ones kind of in the middle. Okay. I'm gonna kind of like stand up and like give him like a little. Sure, and he stand, as, when you stand up, he stands up quickly as well to sort of. Yeah. Well, um, happy to help. Uh, if there's anything else, let me know. Yeah. Thank you. Before we leave, it, yeah. your organization of the ledgers, is it alphabetical or. Well, you're not allowed to look through them yourself. You'll have to ask Ariel for uh, a lookup. We charge for a lookup. Got it. How much? Well, depends on how quickly you want it. 
Um, I think it's five silver for a 24-hour turnaround, and you can get a two-gold rush if you want it by the end of the day. Hmm. Okay. Big ledger. There's a lot to look through. I'm sure. Mm. Well, thank you. Thank you. Okay, of course. He sort of sits back down on his desk. He seems to go back to some work that he's got. And you guys move back through the hallway, presumably. Is what's his face still there? Uriel uh, Uriel left. Yeah, he. Yeah. Is is the scribe that she was oh, talking yeah. to still there? So you guys are moving back through the hallway towards the the main room mm-hmm. that you came into. Mm-hmm. And as you guys are walking through there, um, you see Uriel escorting two people with him. That seems to be like Cedric said he was meeting with someone. He's escorting two tieflings dressed well. Mm-hmm. And they have a striking, strikingly similar appearance. It actually maybe looks like they're twins. They have exact same skin color, sort of a light reddish tone. And they give you sort of a polite bow as they go by, and Uriel leads them through. And Uriel kind of, um, please, again, uh, I, I'm going to be a moment. Don't disturb the scribes. We're very busy. Yeah. Have a good day. You too. And he leads the other men through the hall. You guys come back out into the main area. Can I really quickly crash down by the scribe that she was talking to? Sure. Yeah. Just... Hey, if you fancy a yes. uh, drink, maybe later, if you wanted to come by, um, d- <laughs> just if, you, if you're around, uh, what pubs do you frequent? What's the best pub around here? Um, well, I usually stick to the one in the sun, the wet dog. Okay, cheers. Well, pub- maybe we'll see you there sometime. She's What's your name? Um, Donny. Donny? Yes. Sophia, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Donny? Yes. Sorry, before he comes back. And he sort of peeks back to the, the hallway and he doesn't see them. I really yes, want to get you in trouble. Yes. What is the ordering system of the ledgers? Ordering system? It's any sort of organization? Um, some mostly alphabetical, yes. But uh, you're not allowed to take them on your own. Yeah, right, I have. Oh. No, we've been told. We okay. have to pay a fee. Yeah. Yes. Right, cheers. Thanks, Donnie. Yeah. He goes back, right? And you guys step out. The There's a moment here if you want to chat before we can go over to the. Didn't uh, seem like we got too much information. No, that was pretty useless. No, but that scribe was chatty, and I think that he was about to chat about something interesting. I'm, not, I'm serious. He was going to say something important. The, the problem that's happening that we heard mentioned, but something's changed recently. Quentin Finn. Quentin Finn. Finn. We yes. have to talk to him. I think. Mm. It could have something to do with myconid extract. It could not. It could just be that myconid extract has greatly changed the economy. It could be that I, I, I don't know. Perhaps uh, tonight some of us should go to the wet dock and some to the one of the <coughs> taverns in the no. in the moon and see if we can find any information about Quentin. Yeah, I know you might say I think this is silly, but I also like to check on the little boy we saw earlier. This so you didn't see him, little but boy. last night we saw a little boy. He was homeless. He needed food, he was starving. I just want to see if he's okay. He's in the moon. I'm sure we'll pass through there. So I guess you are going to the scale. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I think we should all meet up together and then think about it. Okay. As you guys kind of observed, did you want to... Yeah, well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to check on the, uh, the Broken Crown outpost here. Okay. See if they have any information. I'd rather not go back through there if possible, but... Um, Fair enough. I think I might stop at the general store and see if we can't find anything we need. I think I might head there as well. Hmm. Well, depending on how long you're there, I'll, I'll probably meet up with you there. Great. You guys start to move. And we head over to the Natural Studies Institute. 
and you come upon what appears to be the largest structure in the area by a good margin. It's a chest-high wall that's surrounding a manicured courtyard, trimmed grass and shrubs kind of mirroring the curves of the stone framework. And there's a lot of windows, but on the first floor, they're, they're little more than arrow slits. It seems like presumably to keep prying eyes from sort of peeking in. The, the windows on the second floor appear to be larger. And the construction's a combination of wood and stone blocks, and the varying sort of sun-stained shades give you the impression that the Institute's been renovated, added onto multiple times over the years. And the sprawling front gates are open, and there's a mixed path, sort of soft gravel, some kind of fine clay, leading up to a large wrought iron door, and the gaps of the door are filled in with a thick kind of warped glass that again makes it difficult to peek into, it kind of warps the image. You just see sort of a little bit of colors and shapes moving on the other side. There's a moment here before you sort of head in. All right. Two things before we head in, all right? Okay. Firstly, for a great number of reasons, I'm not gonna give them my name. Yep. All right? Yep. Jamie. Jamie Foltash. Oh my god. That's <laughs> <laughs> never over. He returns. Secondly, I don't know how long you were at the halls, but it's extremely important that you let me know if you ever interacted with Grimari or his apprentice Marvin Bishop. I have not. Can I see if that's true? Oh my god. I see god. the skeptical look on his face. Arland, I would never lie to you about something this important. This clearly means a lot to you, so mm. tell me what I need to do. It, it's less about meaning a lot to me, honestly, and more if you have, there is a very high chance you would get caught going in there. Okay. I have not. Okay. All what right. is your objective so that I can help? Well, you know the, um, the, the, the page we copied, yes. Mm-hmm. It seems like that page is a, um, is actually a mirrored inscription spell. Okay. And there's another page, perhaps somewhere in the, inst- in the uh, Institute, that, um, if someone else writes on it, it will be. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I'm she has heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Good. So, it seems that whoever wrote the things about Mykonid on that page in Grimaille's grimoire, it's not actually from the original and has been written on the page. I believe we were instructed to come here. Okay. It may be in the hands of his former apprentice, a man named Marvin Bishop. <clears throat> okay. I know nothing about Marvin Bishop. Okay. I don't know if he likes me. <laughs> I don't know anything. Um, do you think he would? You would know who you did, that you are? It's possible, that's why we're going with Jamie. Wonderful. Um, but whatever happens, just go along with it. Okay. Um, also, so. whatever happens in there, let's be very careful about what we share with the rest of the group until we know what it means. Okay. I know that that's not your favorite thing to do. <laughs> no. But I understand. Yes. I would like to, for this to not have repercussions against me. Mm-hmm. Well, you can still call me Orba. No one will know my name. Well. Mm. Oh. Actually, is that a pretty, like, 
How, as a servant, like, did people know my name? Like, was that a thing? A few of the ones that you would interact with regularly, maybe, but... Again, okay. this isn't the halls, also. This no, 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 here. I know that. I just mean, like, is, it does my name, like, ring a bell in anybody's that would, head? That would be exceedingly rare for someone to talk about a servant by name to another That's institution. What I was yeah. I mean, sure of. theoretically possible, a very rare possibility of that happening. Got it. Um, you can just call me Orba if that's easier. All right. Um, is there any advantage to. Um, I know you're able to detect magic. Is there any advantage to doing that now? Can you do that later? Will you need that to identify a, a mirrored inscription spell to well, make sure we're not being lied to? It, it would it would take me quite some time to do it, actually. It's not very subtle. It would take me maybe 10 minutes to cast it. All right. We can work with that. Okay. Uh, scholar and scribe? Scholar and scribe. Scholar and scribe. Okay, scholar and scribe. Oh, man. Okay. This is, this is, okay. This is what, we, what we what we tell them sort of depends on how willing Marvin is interested in sharing with us. Understand. If he is truly beckoning us us with this page, then we have to tell very few lies. True. If he's not, let's see what happens. Numerous lies. <laughs> okay. Um, is there anyone outside the door? Not like stationed at the door, but it looks like there's a couple of people wandering around. There's someone like sort of trimming the grass, or someone trimming like hedges around. Oh, great! Yeah, let's yeah. talk to one of the gardeners first. Sure. Yeah, there uh, was a gardener. Excuse me, uh, friend. Yes. Is this the um, Natural Studies Institute? It is. Yes. Oh, lovely. Um, <laughs> is it a? Is there? Is there? A, I, we're new to town. I just don't know much about it. Is is there a library? portion to it? Can you take books out? Can you look at books? Is it just scholars? Um, you'd have to have a reason to. I think they have to allow you to take something out. Alright, uh, does Marvin Bishop still work here? Yes, I believe he does. Do you know him well? Um, I've interacted with him a bit, uh, It's been a while since I have, but uh, I believe he still works here. Why has it been a while? Just happenstance? Yeah, I think so. We come in shifts, it's possible I just missed him. All right. Um, what sort of reasons do people need to look at books, typically? What would you... She sort of gives you kind of a confused look. I'm not... I don't take... not sure... Forgive him. He doesn't travel very much. Are we permitted to enter? Yes. All right. Oh, lovely. Um, Have a good day. She's sort of confused, like, <laughs> goes back to trimming. Uh, let's enter. <laughs> and the door opens quietly with a little bit of a... And as you go in, there's sort of a soft clang as it closes behind you, as as it hits the metal. And you step forward into a little front hall, no bigger than 15 by 20 feet. And there's closed doors to your left and your right, and one door behind a long countertop in front of you. So there's three doors, sort of one on each wall and one behind you, the the entrance you came through. And behind this sort of long countertop, there's two people, one half-elf and one human. And they stand in plain gray robes. And it looks like they're checking a rack of plants against a list that they have. They're sort of making sure they have that one, sort of nodding and checking. They're making sure that they have the right sort of things that they ordered or inventory. And the door to your right looks like it's currently in the process of being installed. You can hear a hammering on the other side, sort of a... And you can see the hinge sort of rattling a little bit as he's sort of getting it into place. There's sort of a metal hinge on the door. It seems like he's newly installing this door. And you can see a man, you sort of peeking through the crack in that door that's being worked on, you can see a man sort of working on the hinges, sort of setting something up, and you can hear the hammer whacking again. 
Sorry, is there a door behind the counter as well? There so is. Door, door, and one behind us that leave. There's and one on each side, yeah. one in front of you on the other, and, yep, the, and the one yeah, you came great. through. Yes. Um, side note, do I, now that my sepsis level's down from five and I'm at yes. a three, mm-hmm. do I look normal again? You look pretty normal, yes. Great. <laughs> Other than a magical detection means, a, re- a regular person would not. Um, and do the plants behind the thing that the, the counter? Do they look <laughs> like the plants that were, was in my room with Blom? Make a perception check. Oh. Uh, Checking out the plants. Uh, perception. Mm-hmm. Nineteen. Nineteen. They don't look like the ones that were in your room. They a number of them look like the lilies that you saw. They're sort of dried out at the moment. Blom's lilies, the lilies of life. Which one was that? Uh, the second move ah. that you learned, yeah. the restoration. Yep. So a number of them look like that. Looks like they sort of brought a number of those in. It's like finding a bunch of med kits. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. And they don't really regard you as you come in. There's, there's those two. One. There's a half elf man and a human woman sort of on the other side. Um. Excuse me. Hello, yes. Do you have business here? Are you picking something up, dropping something off? Uh, I was curious as to uh, if I could look at a, a book uh, real quick. Um, <laughs> what book? Um, uh, do you have the first edition of uh, Grimari's Giant Grimoire, by any chance? I don't believe we do. No. No? Sorry. And he turns back. Can I see if that was a little too abrupt? Make an inside check. <laughs> Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. It seemed like it was truthful. Yeah, um, it's, it, it seemed like he was truthful, and yet he did also seem like he was trying to shut the conversation down. So whether he's busy or whether he just doesn't want to talk to somebody he doesn't know, mm-hmm. you get that impression from him. Okay. Um, we're, I'm sorry, we're here for research. Um, can you give us the lay of the land in this building? No, I cannot. <laughs> what kind of research? Um, do you know the author Samuel Precus? I do, yes. Yes, he sent us here to do some research for him for his uh, upcoming book. What are you researching? Uh, Grimari. Grimari doesn't work here anymore. Does, um, his, his, uh, does uh, Marvin Bishop still work here? What relation are you to Marvin Bishop? None. I'm, Samuel Precus mentioned that he works here and thought that we might, uh, chat with him on, to, for, for research for the new book. You're a disciple of Grimari's? No, I'm here because Samuel Precus is working on a book. Marvin Bishop is not well. He's, um, sickly. He's not himself. So, what? if you have a message you'd like me to get to Master Bishop, I can do so. Where, where is he? Is he alright? He is here. He's in his lab. I, I'd love to speak with him. Well, you cannot. It, is there a message you'd like me to get to him? He has not been well recently. And as this conversation's happening, you can look over in the in the woman who's sort of still working on some of the plants. She's giving sort of a raised eyebrow to both of you guys. Kind of put some things back. Um, I believe that Marvin Bishop wanted to speak with us. About what? Um, about lichenid studies, actually. Well, I don't know how familiar you are but myconid products have recently become more publicly available in the area. I don't want any products. I'm not saying you do. 
It is my understanding that supply runs out quickly due to demand, and there's a delay before there's additional shipments. And during these downtimes, we've experienced a series of break-ins. People know that we've been studying Mykonids, and now some of them perhaps believe we're hoarding this extract from them. We've had to step up our security considerably, and she motions to the two doors sort of being installed. So the Mykonid research is off-limits at this point. And unless you have some kind of reason to be here beyond that, I'm afraid I'm going to have to turn you away. Like I said, Marvin Bishop beckoned us. Do you have a letter from Marvin? I do not have a letter from Marvin, no. Well, I can't let you in with some sort of official record. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, If you'll excuse me, I have other things to attend to. Yes, of course. Oh, I have one more question. Do you guys study, and the Orba kind of like bumps Erlinda aside so she gets a one-on-one with him and she starts taking off her boot. Do you guys study like genealogy and the history of feet? And she puts a foot on the counter and um, starts like kind of making a little bit of a scene. And he sort of p- pushes your foot off the counter. No, we don't or do that sort of thing. Holding her foot in the air, kind of leaning. Because you know there was this party trip and she like kind of gives Erlinda a little I, glance. Yeah. Is this scene significant enough that I could uh, hop into the door on the left? Oh, he would definitely yeah, see that. So. Yeah. Uh, her head kind of like tilts in the direction of the other woman at the front desk. There was this party trick that somebody did, and he said that he could tell where I was from. We're not from interested in party tricks or genealogy of any kind. Is, so you don't. Is, sorry, is the woman the half elf or is the man? The, the man is the half elf. Human okay. woman, half elf man. Yeah. Are you sure? Because it seemed very impressive, and I would like to know more. Excuse about it. me. <laughs> Unless you have a reason to be here. I'd like you to leave. Well, that's a, can I make eye contact with the human woman? Sure, yeah. Um, and sort of just indicate... What? was that? But you also notice... She seems like she smiled a little bit. <gasps> okay. And the, the half-elf man sort of... I'm sorry. Another time. Marvin Bishop is not well. Yes, uh, uh, sorry for the inconvenience. Is there a message you'd like me to get to him before I go? I have some paper. Would you like to write something to him? We have paper. What is the message? Uh, lovely. Um, uh, if you could let him know that um, we know that they're watching. Is that all? I think so, yes. I think that based on our conversations we had, I think he'll know what that means. All right. I'll let him know. Cool, thank you. And he turns and he closes, he goes through the door on the other side, leaving just the human woman now here with you, except you can sort of still hear the hammering for the door to the side. Norba puts her boot back on. (laughs) (laughs) Good try. (laughs) Apologies for all of that. Yes. (laughs) Why are you smiling so much through all of this? (laughs) And she sort of puts a plant up on the shelf and she closes sort of a little ledger that she had that she was and she puts it to the side. You're our little Loftafell, aren't you? What? And who might you be? <laughs> There's a nickname for you around here. Oh uh, yes, what is it? Well, at first it was the rat fuck of Kiira. But you can't say that around polite company. Yeah. So they came up with a new one. Hmm. Scholar's Bane. Erland, Scholar's Bane, Ruiner of Careers. And who is this man that you think I am? And that's where we're going to say goodbye. <laughs> oh, no.
So we're going to take a quick break, we're going to have a little meal, we're going to come back, and we'll slip right back into the Natural wow. Studies Institute. So I'm the jerk of the town, apparently. Thank you guys for joining us, we'll be back in, a, oh in 15 God. minutes, yeah. and then we'll hop right back oh into it. As badly as possible. I want to see Orba's face during that moment. <laughs> I think you saw it. That's true, that's uh, true. Yeah, we were here. Great, thank you guys so much, we'll be right back, that's and we'll really pick it right funny. back up. Oh my God. Tabletop Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. Consider subscribing to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. The amazing thing is you can do this for free if you have an Amazon Prime account. You may also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tabletop Notch for updates, announcements, and really funny stuff. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. But that's enough of that. Back to our story. And we're back. <clears throat> Welcome back, everybody. Oh, man. And we're inside the Natural Studies Institute, where Orba and Erland have been talking with some of the staff there. And the human woman is sort of leaning over the countertop. Can I ask you something? Sure. Why did you do it? Grimari said he'd already agreed to recommend you to the halls. And you told on him anyway. So I'm asking you why, just out of curiosity. Is Marvin Bishop really sick? And her, you see her face kind of drop from the excitement of this. Ah, yes, he is. With what? We don't know. Are all Grimari's possessions still with Marvin? As far as I know, Adabdethan, who you just spoke to, is closest to Marvin. He checks in on him, part of his duties. I haven't seen Marvin in maybe a week now. What's your name? Adab Melody. How long have you been here, Melody? Probably just under a year. So you never met Grimari? No, he was gone before I got here. But there's a picture of you in his old office. <laughs> he had an office here. He did, yes. And he framed a picture of me. I wouldn't say framed. <laughs> threw, some, threw some daggers at it, perhaps? Perhaps. <clears throat> I did it because I don't believe that anyone should achieve success on the heels of others. You didn't feel like you were doing the same. What I was doing was right. <laughs> what he was doing was not. Well, look, I'm concerned about Marvin, I am. But I'm not willing to lose my job by giving information to the wrong person. Of course. Unless it was for the right price. And what would the price be to see Marvin? Can Marvin still speak? Like I said, I haven't seen Marvin for at least a week now. So the last time I saw him, yeah, he could speak. So you'd be willing to get us in for the right price? Getting run at by crazed Mykonet addicts, coming, smashing windows, 
trying to get into our labs. That's not what I signed up for. Of course. And she reaches up and she sort of pulls down the neckline of her robe, mm. and you can see sort of a big purple and yellow bruise right around her collarbone and a little lower. Got bashed in the collarbone with a candelabra. She didn't even hesitate. But I've little money put aside. 300 gold to walk away. Sounds about right to me. And it comes with a stairwell key. The back of the institute. And it leads right up to Marvin Bishop's lab. 300 gold. And you leave this place entirely? Yes. Where will you go? Took two first. But I imagine I'll want to get further away than that. And when would we be able to get in with this... Backdoor key. How quickly can you get the money? Very. Tonight, then? And there's no other way up. Not unless you can convince Ethan to let you in. <laughs> that seems unlikely. Does he recognize me, do you think? Not sure. He might and might not have said something. He's been a little preoccupied. Where's this backdoor? It's at the back of the Institute. There's a set of double doors, iron, and then a wooden one. You'll need two keys. I have both, or at least access to both. How do we get you the money? Meet me somewhere after I'm done working here. When do you get off? Nine o'clock. Where would you like to meet? Well, I usually go to the scale house, but I'd actually rather go somewhere where people see me less. So why don't we say the water lily? One of the other pubs in the moon. And on your map, this is another one of the 11s. It's the one um, closer to the market square where you see four, three, six, seven, ten. There, that purple one down in the, or up in the corner. Yeah. She describes the location. Yeah. <clears throat> Bring the keys and we'll be in 300 gold, you said? Yes. Bring the keys. I will. Thank you. Um, make sure that Marvin's okay. He's a good man, but his research is dangerous, as if you know my, anything about Mykonid Extract. He's still researching Mykonid Extract. He has been for some time. I heard he had a falling out with Grimari. I heard the same. So it wasn't over Mykonid Extract. <clears throat> Not sure. Might have been on how to use the Mykonid extract. Like I said, I wasn't here. What else do you know about Marvin? What else do you know about Grimari? What do you want to know? I know less about Grimari than I do Marvin. What does he want right now? You haven't seen him. What did he want when before? What was he working on? I think he was working on um, using Mykonid extract as a way to regrow limbs healing properties. The extract accelerates a number of cellular growth within the body. He thought that it had a lot of potential military healing, things of that nature. He was working with uh, an associate of his, uh, Adep Najaro. Najaro has since left, I think. Where did he go? I'm not sure. Um, I haven't seen him in over a month, but I don't remember exactly when he left. Oh, but he's in Mugma, typically. 
Yeah, he was staying here at least for a time. I don't know if he's a permanent resident. All right. What have Marvin's studies been focused on recently? With the mic and the dextract? That's what I was talking about. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about Grimari. Oh, no. I'm sorry about that. I'm not sure what Grimari's up to these days. Got it. A lot of rumors. <laughs> Thank you. And the sort of pounding at the kind of stops, and at that she kind of, without the cover of the sound, she starts to like, I should. If you can, bring the picture from Grimari's office. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Erlen smiles at her and turns to go. She turns back to her. Uh, exit. Turn. And you hear that <laughs> clashing behind. You guys are back out in the courtyard, sort of on that clay, gravelly surface outside. Well, Jamie. Yeah, that didn't go quite as expected, but honestly not as badly as it could have. I would agree, yes. So we know that people can recognize you now. What do you mean? I mean, there's photographs of you that people can identify you. Hopefully not for long. Yeah. I haven't done anything illegal. I'm not... I'm not trying to say that you did. I'm just saying let's be careful when we're in this world because apparently you're well known. I'm... Believe it or not, I am always careful. How much gold do you have? <laughs> Why? <clears throat> We're going to need to get 300 gold somehow. Mm-hmm. I have some. Yes. Are you interested in participating in this further? Let's see what the group has to say, I suppose. Or are we not? We're not telling them. We're not, well, I know we're not telling them. I'm sure we're not telling them. Honestly, it depends on how much gold you have. Or how much you're willing to... How much gold you're willing to follow this with, I suppose. Do you need this? I actually think we need this. I have a lot of gold. I have 98. I have 224. Oh my god. What the fuck? Well... I actually leave this up to you. We can ask the group for money, for gold, and whoever wants to put in can come with. Or you and I can go together. We have 300 between us. May I sit on it for a moment? Yes, of course. I have one more errand I'd like to run. Would you like to come with me on that? Where are you going? Going... <coughs> going to the Alfmar house. What's that? You weren't there. You don't know him, actually. <laughs> What do you mean? You never met the man. Yes. Who is it? One of the men who died in the um, explosion at the crossing. Oh. Okay. I... I said I would swing by. That's right. I will go with you. Alright. That's very honorable, Erwin. Is there anyone around me? Like, are there any people walking past? Or? You guys are sort of <coughs> cr- crunching along yeah, the path yeah. out of the... I assume there's, like, people walking around. Yeah, but I sort of, uh... Someone who looks like a local? <laughs> sure, there's a number of people. Yeah, if I could just sort of... Excuse me. Uh, yeah. I- I'm looking for the uh, Othmar house. Uh, lady Othmar. Um... <laughs> I don't think she's a lady, but uh, yeah, I know the Othmars. Yeah, uh, where would her house be? Um, and he starts to describe it to you. <laughs> 
and that he meant as a title, not as like, oh. she's no lady. <laughs> oh, I was like, what has she gotten into? <laughs> It's 15. Yeah. It's 15. Okay. The little one at the edge of the wall. Oh, there is one. <laughs> uh, where is that? Great. That's that's where I'm heading. Is that near it? It's a little orange one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Oh, great. Nearish. Yeah. I'm gonna head over in the You guys start to move in that direction. We'll move over to the Broken Crown Station. Mm. Graven has sort of followed the instructions, and you move past sort of some of the thick walls as in the entrance that you guys came through. You guys came through this part when you first sort of moved in on horseback, and you moved into this walled-off section of the Sun District that appears to be reserved for military personnel, civil servants, small crowds of people with yellow robes, banded black belts, and you see some people with black robes and yellow belts. They, they seem to be possibly the sort of militia... Uh, guard force for the Moon District. They have these sort of alternated robes denoting sort of where their jurisdiction lies. And you see among them also a smattering of purple sleeves. It seems like there's at least a couple broken crown people here as well. And there's a few rows of similarly sized rectangular buildings that have the look of barracks, mess halls, things like that. And there's one sort of more central structure that has a few non-uniformed people moving in and out of. And there's a few flags raised, flapping kind of lazily in the morning afternoon breeze. And the clacking of hooves on cobblestone surrounds you with horses and carriages kind of moving in and out. And as you get closer, you see an arrowed sign that says civilian inquiries. And it has sort of an arrow pointing to an open door off to that sort of central building that you saw some of the people moving towards. Mm, yeah, make my way. And it leads to this small chamber in the side of the building. It's a very, very small space, less than five by five feet. And there's two people standing in line at a barred window. It almost looks like a ticket booth, that kind of look to it. And on the other side of the window, there's a bald halfling with thick eyebrows and a scruffy sort of cleft chin. And it looks like he's weighing out a sum of gold. He's got a little scale and he's sort of... And it's sort of balancing out. And he sees it, and he kind of scoops it up, puts it into a little pouch that he's sort of just, and he hands it to the man across the window, sort of through the bars. And the man takes it, and he sort of takes a piece of paper that looks like maybe he completed a contract of some kind or turned in. And that man goes, and the next man goes up in line. So now it's just the one man waiting. And you hear them having a conversation. It seems like it's fairly brief. He might have asked for information, and that man turns, and he walks away. So it's just you and the halfling man across the bars. Greetings. Yes, I'm Supervisor Hamza. How are you doing today? What's your name? Are you a citizen of Mukmu in good standing? I am no citizen. I'm a traveler. Non-citizens are given low priority for paid contracts, so the only ones available to you are long-standing contracts and emergency contracts. Do you understand and accept these terms? I suppose. <laughs> Item one, five servants have escaped from the halls of transmutation. Two humans, two tieflings, and a tabaxi. 400 gold pieces per servant recovered. There's an addendum here that's been added recently. Some stolen items from the halls may be in their possession that could help you identify them. A gold locket with a portrait of a woman inside, a silver ring with a sapphire gem, a dagger with a crystal blade, and a small ceramic elephant with two diamonds in its eyes. Excellent. And he sort of moved a piece of paper to the bottom of the pile. Item two, an iron chest was stolen off a merchant wagon in the Chiike woods off the road to Tuktu. It was reported stolen by Dryads, and the reward is pending the condition of the items returned, but there is a 100 gold base guarantee. Dryads. 
right? Yeah, he said the Chiquite Woods, C H I Q T A Y, and that's the that's the there's on the road between Mukmu and Tuktu. You would know this as right. some of the land. There's a woods that is on both sides. They sort of cut through this forest to make a very sort of streamlined path between mm-hmm. Mukmu and Tuktu, and sort of the woods on both sides is the Chiquite Woods. And dryads are like wood beings. Yeah, like woodland that, creatures. Yeah. yeah, like humanoid woodland creatures. Yeah. Cool. And um, item three. Stop wasting your time, you graven. These insignificants don't know where it is, and this place is filthy with heathens. Hello? Thank you for your time. I'm sorry. All right. I, I didn't finish the third one. Do you want to hear the whole thing? Yes. <laughs> Any sort of... Item three, Gravekeeper Yannick's looking for someone with magical expertise in dealing with restless undead and the agitated spirits. He can be consulted for further details at the cemetery of Mukmu. He's offering 25 gold with the potential for more, pending satisfactory service. Thank you. I'm just going to walk out. Sure. just going to make my way to the... Um, the square. Okay. Back the square. And we'll move over to oh, God. the general store. The property of the general store can be spotted from blocks away. It sort of has uh, when you when you sort of asked about where it was, uh, someone described it as the shop with all the signs out front, mm. and they weren't kidding. Uh, stacked one on top of <laughs> each other on these tall wooden posts is sort of littered throughout the yard. The owner has put up dozens of what look to be positive reviews of his business. There's sort of, I only come to haze on one of them. Another one says, the best selection and the best prices. Another one says, good standing guaranteed. And there's a number of these. There's at least ten posts, each with three or four reviews on each of them. So it has this, like, forest of reviews as you get to the front. And opening uh, the front screen door of this of this. Uh, home, or not home, of this uh, shop, you see this spotless interior, not a single item out of place, and there's even a white fur rug that is void of a single scuff mark, even though people probably come in and out of here all day long. And there's a tiefling man who's adjusting a rack of mining picks that are sort of, there's a nail on the wall that they're all lined up against, and he's sort of aligning it (laughs) so that they're all straight down the side. And the handles all line up perfectly, and he seems satisfied, and then he picks up a duster, and he sort of returns to dusting some of the shelves. And he hears the door open as it comes in, as, it, as you guys come in. A shoes off, please. Shoes off. Of course. Sure. How are you? Thank you. And welcome to Haze and Things. Nice to see I'm, you. Right, Captain. Yep. Nice shoes and shoes. Them by What's the your door. name, sir? I am Haze. Nice and to meet you. And he gives sort of a little bow. Very impressive shop you have here. Very clean and tidy. Yes, I tried to keep it that way. I see. Is there something I can help you find? Yeah, uh, I was I was interested in a few things. Um, do you have parchment and just quills anywhere? Yes, we do. We have parchment and quills. And he sort of walks over. There's a couple of drawers that he sort of pulls out um, that have a number of... Let me get the just the prices of those. Yeah, so each, um, like a piece of parchment is uh, one silver. Okay. So you can buy as many of those as you want. 
and then he has a pen. Would I know if that's like overpriced and all? Like a single piece of parchment? I mean, it's nice seller? paper. It's not like sort of okay. cheap paper. I mean, it, it looks like freshly sort of made, pressed. So, okay. um, as opposed to like a scrap, like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, okay. Um, and how much are the quills? Uh, quills are uh, two copper a piece. They're pretty cheap. Okay. Um, yeah, these are lovely. Um, I think I'll take two pieces of parchment, maybe, and a, and a quill. Just two pieces of paper? <laughs> sort of picks up two <laughs> pieces of paper. Not much of a writer, but I do have a note I'd like to send you. We all have our needs. Yeah, hands thank up. you. Um, so that was how, well, sorry. Just two silver? Two and silver you, did you get a, right, a so pen too? Yeah, and the pen. Um, no, each one was one silver. Oh, so each one was, yeah. oh, right, 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 right. And then the pen was just two copper. Oh, very overpriced. <laughs> so. Yes. Sorry. Excellent. Great. Uh, do you have any, um, antique game pieces? Chess? And he sort of seems to give a good think. No. <laughs> Great. We have um, playing cards mm. and <laughs> dice. No chess. Interesting. Do you know any place around town that would? Any things for a moment? Haven't played in a while. I want to get back into it. Oh. No. Amazing. Thank you. Would you happen to have any uh, wigs or dresses? No. <laughs> what is... The most popular item that you sell here. And he, well, he sort of leads you around the shop. I mean, there's a lot of standard things. There's <clears throat> backpacks, bedrolls, map cases, uh, chains, crowbars, climbers kits, flasks, hammers. I mean, any sort of basic, you know, general goods. Again, there's ink, there's paper, lanterns, pouches, shovels, whistles, hmm, tents. I need ink. Don't I need to use my quill? <laughs> Uh, okay, how much is the ink? I'll buy some ink too. A one ounce bottle of ink is seven gold. Seven gold? Ink is pricey. <laughs> yes, okay. Who are you writing to? Well, I, honestly, I just want something that I can write with so that I can write, because it's been like three times now that I've not been able to write something down <laughs> when I wanted to. Uh, it's very frustrating. Can't just go through the world stealing <laughs> no, ink everywhere you go. I've done it. It's very frustrating. <laughs> so I'm going to buy, I'm gonna buy sure. the thing of ink. So you lived here long? Yes. My shop and my reputation are very important to me. So I guess you're in good standing. I am, yes. <laughs> A couple of months ago I almost dipped into poor standing and I would have to sell my shop, so... Oh. Since then I've been on my best behavior. Was what happened? <laughs> oh, well, um... And he sort of looks around to make sure no one else is in the shop. There was sort of an incident. Oh. Things that go boom have always fascinated me, ever since I was a child, and I was not brave enough to be a military man. I tinkered away on my own. I would make small explosives, and uh, one of these times I sold an explosive to a friend, and he dropped it near the reservation center, which caused a bit of a panic. <laughs> so I was docked quite a bit of standing, and I was told that I could never craft any more inside of Mupo. This friend of yours, is he often clumsy? Um, I wouldn't say usually, but... Um, he dropped it by the reservation centre. Yes. What was he doing by the reservation centre? Well, the reservation centre's in the middle of the square. Right. Just passing by. 
It didn't blow up inside the reservation centre. I don't think it was on purpose, if that's what you're implying. I guess he's in bad standing. Yes, he's not actually a citizen, so he didn't have standing. But if he applied for it, I would imagine that would go negatively on his record. Oh, no. Where's he from? Uh, he's a friend of mine from Northern Chupa. Interesting. What's his name? Sanderson. Do you know him? I don't. No. Do you have friends from all around? Some, I suppose. Do you happen to know Quentin Finn? I think I've heard the name, yes. A rather outspoken critic of the rating system. Yeah. We've heard. I don't know him personally. Um, do, do you uh, feel critical of the rating system? Oh, no. I don't think so. Why do you ask? <laughs> Just curious. There seems to be... Um, I don't know. It seems like there might have been a lot of accidents happening recently. A lot of accidents? No, just there's been some ruckus, hasn't there, being raised by Quentin. Yes, um, some people are unhappy with uh, how things are going, but... And um, there's been also news of of, of possibly um, fighting undead in the cemetery, being restless. I'm not sure I know about that. Oh, interesting. No one's mentioned that to you. No. Right. Just um, rumblings that we've heard as we've been <sighs> passing through. Travellers, you know. <clears throat> um, I'm not sure that we need anything else. Do you need anything? At the moment. I'm sure we'd like to come back to see you. We've got some other friends who might need some supplies, so we'll send them your, your, your way. No, please do, any time. Maybe we'll see you at one of the bars locally. I don't frequent taverns very often, but oh. perhaps. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Thank you for your assistance, mm-hmm. sir. Thank you. And as you guys walk back towards the door, you notice what you didn't see before because it was on the wall as you were entering. There's a beautiful map of Auntie Suyu there, sort of up on the wall, that's sort of delicately tacked up on the wall. It has a nice sort of more detailed map than you've had before, and it has a sort of a well, well-painted, well-colored map. Do you notice something off about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, um, it looks more detailed than the one that you've sort of had available to you. Sir? Yes? This map here? Yes. It's Where's, very good. Who who made this map? I made it myself. Oh. oh. Bit of a topographer, are you? Oh, well, um, yes, I fancy myself one. Yeah, so you've travelled a lot then? I've at least consulted with a number of people who have. I like precise measurements, so you might notice, and he sort of points, that, um, these lines on the map, mm-hmm. they indicate each of them a quarter day's travel. It's a very accurate map in terms of distance between the major cities of Antisuyu. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Um, how much would you sell a map like this one? Um, considering the work involved? 20 gold? Oh. Do you have other maps like it? Uh, no, I'm working on a similar one like this, uh, with the intention of selling it. Do you take um, requests for certain maps? What do you have in mind? Just, uh, we've never been here before, so just wondering if you had any sketches or detailed maps that you've made of this land. Is this not this land? (laughs) That one is. She means a muck moon in particular. Oh. Just, it, it, I, I actually did have a question for you, just yes. as a local. Are there any areas that you might avoid in the moon district or no? Um, 
I don't really go into the moon, mis- moon District much at all. Oh, so you'd <laughs> Low reputation types. Ah. Mm. What does that mean, do you think, low reputation types? Sorry, I'm not familiar with them, Bingo, does that mean? Oh, it means under 70%. Uh, what does one have to do to get under 70%? I'm just curious. Uh, usually some sort of crime to dip that low. Oh, really? What kind of crime? Stealing? Stealing, tax evasion. Oh, yes, the really horrible ones, yeah. Well, murder as well, but we get less of that. Well, hopefully. Interesting. And who um, tabulates these uh, rating systems? You have politicians here, I assume. Oh, over at the reservation centre, they keep track of it. Mm-hmm. But it was um, Lee Mellish herself that came up with the system. Is Lee Mellish still uh, working in Mukmu? She has a home in Mukmu. I'm not sure if she's there. She travels around quite a bit. And who's um, who's in charge here, would you say? Uh, administrator? Or... That would probably be Cedric Skens, Director of Reserves. Right. And but I'm sorry, I'm kind of asking this because yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. feel like Safira would know maybe like politically what the structure would look like here. Is this like... A monarchy kind of thing in this city? No, there is sort of a... I mean, the reservation center, the sort of militia, military, they keep an eye on every... I mean... There's is, a few. Is there, is there like common law? Like, is there is there any kind of like? Do yeah, there are laws. Constitution and like that. Like, there are laws. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean that that stuff would get kept track of. I don't think you know those people. I mean, yeah. Those sort of important people, Lee Mellish, Cedric Skens, they they are all. There's probably others that get together and right. you know if there needs to be a change or something like that. The elders. Um, and Lee Mellish has a house here. Is that someone who's actively in power? Would I know that? Like, So, was she here for the... Was Saphir there for the conversation that Jillian had with you where she mentioned Lee Mellish for the first time? Yeah, because that was uh, during the Lakafuyu ceremony, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so Lee Mellish was... She fought in the war. Yes, I would think... Yes, yeah. and she's a, she was a resident of Mukmu, and Mukmu was sort of a lawless, disorganized place that yes. was very, like, it was really rough, and her and a number of ex-soldiers from wartime sort yeah. of came up with this system as a way to whip it into shape, you know, to sort of organize it in a way that sort of kept people in line. I, for some yeah. reason, thought it was, like, hundreds of years ago. Like, no, no. no. I feel like no, I she fought in the war, which ended 20... Right. She's probably old at this point, but she's, yeah. I, I feel like I keep asking, this, like, who's making the checkbox saying, like, this person murdered someone, therefore they get dropped 40%? There is a law enforcement there's system. There's law enforcement yeah. that does that. Okay. Yeah. Maybe over near the... Where the, the ground Yeah, where yeah. the military was. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's local law enforcement. And there's, I'm assuming, someone has a piece of paper with... Murder minus five, you know. Yeah, those ledgers that you saw at the reservation center—they keep track of all any changes in your rating. No, that's okay. Any changes in your rating system would be on record. That's yeah. That's why we like we can't. Nobody can just go in and look at it. But you could be like, you can request this guy. Can you tell me his number? Sir. (laughs) Yes. Is anyone still at one hundred percent? Oh, I think there's quite a few at one hundred percent. Yes. Oh wow, how lovely. Yes. If you've never had any run-ins at all, yes. Do they have certain? Advantages? No, I don't believe so. Hmm. If, if you're above 70%, you're good standing. Perfect. Hmm. And you said you'd say Cedric is the one that's mainly in charge right now? Yes, he's director of reserves, which means he's in charge of the local militia law enforcement. Hmm. Who would be his second in command? Um, I think he has a number of lower officers. I don't know if there's one particular second in command. Uriel keeps the records, but he's not in charge of the actual law enforcement. Mm. I see. Oh, 
Well, thanks for all the information. Yes, we appreciate it. Sorry, I know we've asked uh, quite a few questions. No, we're that's just trying to get quite the, the land. And if you're interested in a map, you said you might be interested in me. Yeah, we might uh, come back by. Uh, sure. Yes, of course. You said each line is a quarter day's travel. Yes. Interesting. All right. Uh, assuming you have some kind of uh, carriage, horse, something on foot, it would be a little longer. Sure. Mm, I see. Well, thank you. Yes, of course. Thank you. It goes back to sort of working on some things. Close behind you guys. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it seems like the game of chess in this time. <laughs> yeah, it seems like we don't have very many players here, which I'm not sure what that might mean, if anything. But better luck in backdoor areas, I feel like. You might. You might want to try to find if there's anything similar to the basement that we found in our Chupa. Mm-hmm. If there's any kind of place that does any. Um, that deals in any black market goods, we might need to know about it anyway, so maybe we should go to the moon and ask around. We should probably be, meet back up with the group first, but... I'd say so. Where are you guys at? You didn't settle on a place to meet, did no. we? Yeah, this was done. <laughs> I mean, Graven <laughs> said he would come find you around the market, the, the market area, yeah. But he has not returned yet. And the market area is still in the sun. Yeah, you guys are in the market. Yeah, that, the, that the, the general store, the magic store. Time isn't frozen or anything, is it? <laughs> no, not as far as you can tell. Not right now. Um, There's the trinket store. I mean, you guys can think for a second, and we'll move over to Erland and Orba, who you guys headed to the Alfmar residence. Yeah. Great. So you guys move, and it's sort of tucked away, as far as the man's description, tucked away in a little section where the houses are more crowded. They're very close together, and the streets are a little narrower. And you sort of navigate your way through. You have to ask one or two people, and they sort of direct you in the correct direction. And you get to the sort of end of the street, and there's a little simple house. It's not run down or shabby, but it's, you know, simple. And there's a door there, simple door, two windows, and a sort of sloped on one angle roof that goes down to one side with a simple sort of clay kind of uh, roofing tiling on the top. And as far as you can tell, the people around here have directed you to this residence. This isn't going to be easy. I don't know what you're about to do. Um, her son uh, died in the explosion. Um, I said I'd swing by and... Inform them? Or something like that, yes. So give the door a knock. You listen for a little bit, and it seems like there's a little like shuffling, someone getting up out of a chair. You hear some quiet footsteps, and opens up. And there's an elderly woman there, sort of maybe in her not like old, like in her early to mid sixties, graying hair, and she has sort of a shawl draped across her shoulders, sort of a simple tunic, and she looks at you. Oh, yes, I don't believe I know you. Are you Miss Um? Offman? I am, yes. Um, can I speak with you? Can we speak with him briefly? <laughs> sure. We have some um, bad news. And perhaps I should come oh. in and chat. I'm so sorry to hear that. Eh? Yes, please. And she lets you in. She lets you into this sort of simple sitting area. There's a couple, there's a bench and a fireplace. It's not running at the moment. There's no fire in it. Uh, please sit. Um... Thank you. Um, you are you are Tatum Offmar's mother, yes? Tatum Offmar's my son. Tatum, yes. Yes, sir, forgive me. Oh, yes. Um, I did not know him well, but I did uh, 
I was lucky enough, we were lucky enough to uh, meet him briefly at the works at the crossing, yes? Oh, I'm so glad. Um, do you have a good relationship with your son? I do, yes. <sighs> All right. Um, we fought alongside Tatten um, at the crossing. There was... There's not much fighting there anymore. I know, I know. Um, there was a barbarian attack at the crossing. And um, your son fought bravely alongside of us. No, I'm sure you're mistaken. I I saw Tatten just yesterday. This happened more than a day ago, didn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. I saw him just yesterday. I'm not sure what you're describing. Where did you see him? He was leaving for the crossing. He came to visit you yesterday. Yes, he was staying with me for some time. He'd been here and then... He'd been staying with you and then went back to the crossing? Yes. Oh. What did your son look like? What does your son look like? Maybe I'm mis... Um, and she describes him. The description sounds fairly accurate to the man that you saw. As far as you can tell. You are saying your son was in Mukmu two days ago. Yes. Can I get you something to drink? A tea? Or... Does that seem true, what she's saying? Make an inside check. What? What is that? Um, this isn't a 12. 12. As far as you can tell, she doesn't give you any indication that she's lying, certainly, or mistaken in some way. I would love some tea, yes, thank you. Of course. <laughs> she sort of shuffles off into the other room. You can hear sort of... Can you detect magic in this all? I, I would take me... If I stall for ten minutes, can you take magic? Uh, yes. Either, yes. either the Tatten that I met was not Tatten, or this isn't his, or this isn't his mother. Yes. And I'd like to figure out which one it is. Okay, um... Are there bathrooms in this There would world? be an outhouse. How far away... Are we would be outside. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like in the back of the house, typically there's some kind of outhouse, or... Okay, okay. Unless you're using, like, a chamber pot in the residence, which you wouldn't know where that was, but... Right. There might be, like... You guys probably saw this on your way. There's probably a few yeah. public outhouses that a number of homes share. Oh, okay. So it would be like a little down the street, but not far. There's a number of these stations around. As the I look around, what else? Are there separate rooms for things? Is it just kind of one open space? There's at least a kitchen that you walked into. She walked into a different room, and it looks like there's a small staircase that goes up to a second floor, or at least an attic of some kind. Why don't you go and meet her in the kitchen while I stay in here and try to cast the spell? All right, how long do you need? Ten minutes. I can talk for ten minutes. You sure can. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, I go into the other. Sure. You walk into the kitchen. Sim- very simple kitchen. Oh There's a little oven and a small table that looks like it has. It looks like it has some vegetables that are cut. There's like half of a carrot is cut and then the other half is not. And she turns as she hears you coming in, and she turns. Oh. <laughs> can I help you? I thought I. Come and help you make the tea, so that you wouldn't insult an inconvenience. I'm you. sorry. Do do I know you? No. You. Oh, you just let me in a moment ago. Oh, I. You a friend of Tatum? Oh God. <laughs> yes. She's sick. I am. Oh. Let me 
get you some tea. Thank you. And she turns back. Uh, can I sort of lean back out to Orba? Uh, Orba's not her? looking at you. She has uh, to focus, right? Where Where are you doing this? I'm doing it in the living like room. Like in the living room, sure. sure. Yeah. But I mean, like, I, yeah, I mean, he could snap you out of it, or yes. Oh, yeah. If, yes, you, no, if you just gave her a look, she wouldn't. Know okay, this. great. If she's going to get me tea, um, excuse me while you're making the tea. I'll just. Oh yes. I'm gonna walk out back to the living room, to Orba, and sort of jostle her. I believe she has some sort of dementia. Oh. She didn't recognize me just now. Oh. Do we need to get her help? We can perhaps ask if people know about it, but I don't quite know what else to do. Um, I'm gonna go back into the um, kitchen. Sure. And she turns. Oh, excuse me. Are you Miss Othmar? Yes. Oh, Are you a friend of Tavern's? Yes, your oh. door was unlocked. Um, oh, I am forgetful sometimes. Your son works at the crossing, yes? Yes, he just left for there yesterday. I fought alongside your son. Did you? Yes, on the way here. Not much fighting at the crossing these days? There's not, no. But we did fight some barbarians. Oh? Your son is the most impressive warrior I have ever seen. I'm so glad to hear it. It was an honor to fight alongside of him. Well, if you see him again, tell him I'm so proud. I will be sure to do that. You've raised a wonderful boy, Miss Tat, Miss uh, Ofma. <laughs> Can I get you some tea? I'm all right, thank you. Um, we fought alongside some other less fortunate soldiers. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yes, it was a very difficult battle. Um, and I was given some names from some dying men to ask for relatives in town. Do you know the town well? I think so, yes. I've lived here for quite some time. Do you know a, a Marissa, an Yvonne, or a Wesley? There are a lot of Marissas. Yvonne doesn't sound familiar to me. But Wesley, he runs the uh, bobble shop over in the market. Mm. What's the shop called? The bobble shop. The bobble shop. <laughs> ah. Jewelry, things like that. Does he have a... A mustache, by any chance? Um, a large mustache? He might. I can't remember his facial hair specifically. All right. Um, Yvonne, you don't know any Yvonnes? No. And M- M- Marissa, uh, the, the soldier it. mentioned she might be some sort of mage or sorcerer of some sort. Oh, I don't know Marissa like that. Hmm. Are there any m- mages in town or wizards in town? Perhaps, but not my cup of tea. Of Can I get you a cup of tea? <laughs> I'm all right. Thank you, Miss Uh It was lovely to meet you. Thank you for your hospitality. You as well. She turns. She moves back to the kitchen. And you sneaky, sneaky half-elf. We're going to walk. I'm not going to say anything to that. We're just going to walk out. <laughs> Turn. As you walk out, the, the door kind of opens, and you see across the, uh, across this narrow street, there's a man who's kind of tending to his yard. He's sort of digging and putting some sort of small flowers that he's sort of lining this flower bed. And he kind of sees you guys as you come along, and he looks up for a second, and then he sort of looks back down. I'm going to go over to him. Are you, um... Do you, do you live here, sir? I do, yeah. So you know Miss Hoffman, then? I do, yeah. Is someone keeping a close eye on her? We keep an eye on her, yeah. Did you know, um, what's your name? Drake. And yeah, news of his son already got here. Oh, okay. How? From who? 
rider came up. Uh, what the, who was the rider? There was, if you heard, there was no one left at the crossing. I volunteer at the militia, and one of the militiamen told me. Uh, so you didn't see the rider that informed? Uh, we, we were at the crossing as well, and I was just going to let his mother know, but it seems sort of hopeless. I assume she's already been let know a few times. We told her. Um, someone is you all collectively watch over her? Everyone on the street knows Mrs. Ormond. Good. Um, I'm so sorry for your loss if you knew Ted. I did. It wasn't close, but he was a good man. He fought um, valiantly. I'm sure he did. I'm sorry. Again, sort of he goes back to his room. Doesn't seem to engage in the conversation. Yeah. <sighs> Good job. Um, should we, um, it occurs to me, should we swing by the um, Natural Studies Institute to see if our message got to him in the first place? See if um, a, a, a deaf Ethan has come back with the message? If you want to go back there, yeah, we can. The worst he's going to do is Swear. Recognize you? I suppose that would be the worst, yes. How did you go in? He doesn't like me, I put my foot on his desk, but I can try. Yes, but we'll see if um, uh, see if uh, uh, Marvin Bishop responded well to the note. Okay. He also, I mean, you, you can check, he also said he would give him the note when he was feeling better. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so you don't know that he went right off to the, oh, the note. never mind then. Um, I mean, it's possible, but yeah, he said if he's feeling better, I'll deliver the or when he's feeling better. Well, I would like to pick up a few supplies, but other than that, should we go by the bottle shop as a, as a group, perhaps? Um, sure, yeah. I was hoping to meet up with Graven anyways, now that I know there's a few temples I'd like to visit. Uh, would, uh, oh, yes, of course. Yes, would you like to come? Sure. Okay. <laughs> wow, I wasn't anticipating that response. Okay. Wonderful, let's go. Um, Where were we, we meeting? Uh, let's go to the. We know that they were going to the market district. I okay. would like to go to the market district as well, but hopefully we can all convene there. I will follow you. You guys head in that direction. And now Graven has sort of come from the Broken Crown uh, station, and you meet up with Safira and Bazaar, who are you guys? Are, you spot each other across the square. Graven's nice and tall; he can sort of see over the <laughs> crowds in general. There he is. Great. Let it go. How was it? Yeah, not very fruitful. No. No. I'd say the same. How big was the presence of the Broken Crown? A bunch of boobies over there. And... It wasn't. It wasn't very overcrowded. Well, in terms of Broken Crown, there was only yeah. a small yeah. handful. There was a number of like uh, like local law, but not much Broken Crown. Yeah. What seemed like the local militia were there, as well as very few Broken Crown. But any promising contracts? No. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, the, we've already heard about the uh, the cemetery being. Oh, there's a contract for that. Well, the the, the gravedigger Yarick, he's, he's asking for people who uh, magic people who know magic well. To I come could be cemetery. wrong, but I think we might want to go down there anyway just to see what's going on. Because if it has anything to do with, I doubt. I kind of don't think it's black lions because I doubt that they operate within the city. But I could be wrong. But something's clearly going on there, so and, and could Yarick be related to. Might be somebody who would actually give us information. That's the only thing that struck you. 
I had yes. my... <laughs> Just asking. <laughs> I had an idea that maybe we should... Um, I thought the boy I told you about, Johnny, mm. I thought maybe he might be a good person to ask if I were looking for a black market. I'm not going to ask about Mike and an extract, but I think it might be good to know where black market goods are sold. The ten-year-old boy? Look, he's a pickpocket. Rather skilled one, probably. And if he can follow people, he probably knows more back alleyways in this city than anyone else. I guess. I mean, he's a ten-year-old boy, so I'm not sure how much we can trust him, but... You're going to spend your time with a known <laughs> pickpocket. <laughs> Look. I've only just now gotten a hold of... A meager portion of gold. Yeah, well, I can keep an eye on my pockets, I'm sure. Alright. <laughs> so where are you going to I'd like to just check out a couple more of the shops around here. Mm. Couldn't really find anything at use at Hayes's. He had a pretty impressive map, though, if we need it. Oh. And to see you. So, look, if it's 20 gold, it might be worth buying if we plan on travelling further. It, it, it gives very detailed proportions and... Is it Trails. recent? So. Yeah, he says it's up to date. He just finished it, I'm asking. Mm. Pretty scale of size as well. I trust him too. If anyone's anal, it's him. Right. I'd like to see that. Uh, you, you've already been there? I'll go mm-hmm. take a look. And... Yeah, it's the neatest shop I've ever seen in my life. You'll be amazed. Mm. Take your shoes off. Yeah. Take my shoes off. When you get there. There's white carpet. Right Take your shoes off. Give me your shoes, sir. Who'll ask you to do it anyway? We'll see about that. I think we should agree when, um, if we can find Erland and Orba, we should agree on a place that we can meet back in case anything happens. Probably the inn, but mm. just we should say when and where we're meeting, just in case we get separated. Well, if we get separated today, I'll I'll probably go go see the cemetery. This, what time is it now? It's probably noon. Midday, a little midday. after midday. Yeah. yeah, late this afternoon. Midday. I might well, go see the cemetery. Yeah, you going to the shop probably won't take that long. No, check out the map. Not. So I'm going to, is the, <laughs> what are the other shops? So the other one that you definitely know is Trinketry, which is right. the arcane yeah. shop. And did you ask about the bauble shop? That's, or Yeah, they just were told about it. I didn't know someone else had it. Yeah, so, I mean, again, this is, ten, this is yeah. sort of Market Square. So if you, if you were going go through them, you might see it also. As yeah. you go into the shop, I'm going to just hop in the other. Mm. Meet you outside. And I think I might you. head over to the Moon District and look for this boy. The Moon District right now? Yeah, why not? I, uh, look, I, I think that it's good to get a lead on on some information, maybe. If, if, we, if that's useful to us, maybe we use it at night. Probably seems like if it's a black market, you can visit it at night. Right. Not that it, not that it seems like it's a slum, but be careful. Yeah, yes. I'm sure I can take care of myself. I appreciate it, yeah. Right. You guys separate and you started. We'll follow Graven first because you guys sort of were just you walk into that. You know, you see the signs kind of pass, you sort of look at them <laughs> as you're sort of passing by. Am I, am I, uh, is it big enough that I'm not <laughs> yeah, anything? You're not knocking into them, okay. but uh, you have to duck a little bit through the doorway as you sort of come through. And he sees you coming through. Oh, yes. Can I help you? Oh, I, uh, do I see that? Is the map like right there? Yeah, if they described kind of where, yeah, yeah, you could see it over the top, yeah. And here you can take a look at it. Oh. Now, is this. I don't know, does anything stand out to me that I either recognize or don't recognize? Or... No, so it seems pretty accurate. So again, it, it doesn't look hugely dissimilar to the map that you have, okay. but it is very uh, geographically accurate, like the proportions. Each hex is a quarter day's travel. Okay. Oh, oh wow, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you saw it. You saw it. That's true. This is uh, an impressive piece. Yes, it took me quite a while, but I'm happy to sell. You made it yourself. Mm-hmm. How much? Twenty gold. Eighteen. <laughs> All right. Very impressive. Thank you. What are these? Um, these Those are for later that I'll oh. tell you. <laughs> He's like, I have no idea. What so like, <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Numbers, eyes, all that stuff. Those yeah, are those all, are all for okay, So I can something. reference it oh. to you. Yeah. What? What? Oh, no, it's good. Um, what yeah. happened there? It okay. looks like we froze a little bit. Uh-oh. Is that one? Yeah, it is. Yeah, the bottom is frozen. Is it frozen on the stream now? Uh, not yet, but we're oh, delayed. No. <sighs> oh no, yeah. we fix, we fix. Yeah, it looks frozen. Yeah, we're frozen now. Cold. One second. I'm gonna look at the map. Yo, OBS has been having a day today. I don't That's know. Camera. What are those symbols? What does it mean? What is this phallic thing here? Yeah, There's phallic. Take a nice look at that map. I will. Oh, oh, you're nice. Okay. Here, I'm gonna oh, boom, 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 <laughs> right. Um, how about uh, any uh, jewelry? Uh... Uh, you probably want to head over to the bobble shop. The bobble shop. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you. Yes, this is of excellent. course. Come back anytime. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's okay. great. And we'll head over to 18. the uh, to Tricky Tree. Okay. And Bizarre sort of walks. You travel to the spot where you've been told that the arcade shop's located. And you come upon sort of a small shack that probably couldn't be more than one or two rooms large. Very small, with a stout stone chimney and a wooden porch that extends about five feet out from the front door. And there's a rocking chair on the porch, but neither of the two people that you can see are seated in it. One of them is a guard that has the familiar yellow garb, the sort of with the sun on it. And the other's a young human man that has a thick mop of curly hair, and he's got a leather kind of duster jacket that looks like it's stained with a number of splotches, chemicals, potions, something that might have gotten on it at some time. Mm-hmm. And the man in the duster, not the guard, sort of looks forward with this sort of thousand-yard stare, kind of standing very still, and the guard that's stationed at the door is kind of eyeing him uncomfortably, and then he kind of, he looks like he's standing post at the door, and the man's kind of standing there. Hello. Hello. This your shop? Yeah. I'm Widu. This is my shop. Widu? Widu. Widu? Widu. Nice. You can't come in at the moment. They're looking through my things. Who are? The gods. Why? A long time ago, I did a bad magic thing. So to stay in good standing, I had to agree to random searches of my shop. So they're looking through my things. What was the bad magic thing? And he kind of stays silent. 
and the guard kind of seeing this conversation happens. Wadu was illegally removing benefactor bands. Benefactor? Bands. Bands. Rings. Bands of the benefactor. Ah. If you've reneged on an important debt, you're given a band of the benefactor, which denies you services in certain places. They're they're government-sanctioned, so it's illegal to remove them without proper authentication. Wadu here was removing them. And Wadu kind of like... Laughs a little bit. You're falsely letting people slide by from their debts. I guess so. <coughs> I just like magic trinkets. Oh, yeah. You come from a long line of magicians. No, just Wadu. <laughs> oh. How old are you, Wadu? 22. Mm, young. I guess so. How long do these searches take? Don't know. And the guy kind of like, we're almost done. And as this conversation's happening, there's sort of um, two guards emerge that look like they sort of come out and they give the man a look and they're like, they give each other a shake, seems clean, didn't find anything suspicious. And the one guard that was talking to you sort of gives a little tip of the cap that he has. Have a good day. You too, sir. We do. Goodbye. And he kind of lets him go. You can come in if you want. I'd like to. And he walks in, opens the door, and you follow him in. And inside, there's there's very little room to maneuver between these large, horizontal glass display cases. And he, Wedu, sort of walks over to a stool on the far side and kind of hops up onto it. And he sits and he puts his hands in his lap. And he kind of stares out into the room. And his eyes kind of wander around the room, just looking over his stuff, making sure that the guards didn't put something out of place, break anything, sort of giving it a little look over. Feel free to have a look around. Thank you. You get many visitors here? Sometimes. Do the guards ever steal things from you? Not so far. That's good. Yeah. What kind of, um, things you sell frequently? Arcane stuff mostly. Crystals, orbs, wands, staves. Hmm. I can identify magic items as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Any sort of um, little trinkets? Mm. Special pieces? Crystals, orbs, (laughs) wands, those are trinkets. Healing potions. Healing potions? Yes. How much does a healing potion go for? 50 gold. 50? Standard price. You willing to negotiate it all? No. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. See about that. Please don't steal my things. I wouldn't steal from you, sir. Okay. What do you do for fun? Magic stuff. Could you identify if uh, certain things were spirited? And he sort of perks up at this. You have something magic for me to look at? Not at the moment. Oh. Maybe in the future. Okay. You play any games, Widow? What kind of games? Mm. Checkers, chess. No. <laughs> Not many people like to have fun in this area. Chess isn't very fun. <laughs> magic's fun. Right. I have a few friends that like magic. Okay. Mm. 
They might be uh, coming by soon. Okay. Very interested in all of that. Sure. Oh, I'm Wadu. <laughs> yes. Do you, um, mm-hmm. go to any of the pubs around here? No. <laughs> Do you know anybody that is interested in the boring game of chess? No. Well... Seems like I've really hit it again, huh? Guess so. <laughs> Magic's not really my forte. Oh, Could you probably teach me not any? a good place for you then. Could you teach me anything? What do you want to know? Are there any spells for people who can't ever cast spells? You'd have to buy a spell scroll. I don't sell them. Great. Great, great, great. Well, they're illegal in Mukmu, at least in the sun. Too dangerous. Interesting. Well, I shall tell my friends about your shop. Okay. They'll be very interested. Thank you for your time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Oh my god. And we'll move over to Erland and. Do Alba. I see them coming? Yeah, you guys. You guys went back towards the square, right? Yeah. yeah so you they probably are sort of reconnecting to them. Wow. They were going to the bottle shop, which is a different oh, one, but right, right, they're right. very oh. close by. Which so one did you go to? She went to Trinket Tree. Oh. There are kings. Oh. That's why I was oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Great. Good. Yep. Great. You thought that, that was the guy. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, <laughs> criminal mastermind, yeah. would do. Yeah. Uh, I was going for a ride that scene. Let me tell you. That uh, yes, that was trick or treat. Great, great, great. Yeah, yeah, heading to the. Bomb. So yeah, you guys run into each other as you. Um, Hello. Um, um, how's it going with you guys? Uh, so far, so good. Yeah. Um, the is the general store visible as well from here? Yeah, these are all very close to each other within the same sort of area. Um, uh, still have a few errands to run before I call it a day, I suppose. Over. It's also yes. like early afternoon. Yeah. It's not like it's like twelve thirty. <laughs> Look, I might want lunch, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not like one thirty. And yeah. a CS. Oh, I just visited uh, a very interesting man in Trinketry. Oh, I think you would find that shop very intriguing. Yes, that's the that's the I'm arcane one, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, bye, Arlen. <laughs> that's the arcane well, one, right? The area, so. uh, absolutely. They have wands and crystals and <gasps> healing potions. Oh, wonderful. Um, okay, I might pop in. Where's everybody else? Uh, Graven is checking out a map over oh. at the uh, Haze and Things. You'd be coming at it around this time mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Okay. That's and I think Sephira went over to the Moon there. District a little earlier than expected. Oh, is she checking in on Little Johnny? She is very into checking on <laughs> Little Johnny. Yes. Well, She's really into it. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks that he might be able to... Um, Help us with uh, finding certain people because he's really good at following. And sure, and I'm sure he's mostly invisible to the people around here. Unfortunately, mm. that's a good idea. I'm glad she did that. I'm going to the arcane shop. Where are you going? I was thinking of checking out the bobble shop. Maybe okay. uh, do all three. See if I strike out at all. <laughs> what are you striking out on? How many people like to play chess in this town? Oh well, I don't think they're going to be sold at shops. 
Uh, you never know where the pieces may show up. That's true. I really don't know much about this thing you're doing, so... <laughs> Figured I'd just try it out. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. You too. Have fun. Thank you. So it's kind of a swirl of... She goes this way, he goes this way, Erlen goes this way, and you pass Graven on the Do way Do I out. see her moving towards the bottle yeah. shop? Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, you were walking towards the general store. So I don't see her, like, traveling? Make a perception check. Uh, uh, 22. Yeah, I mean, you're sort of keeping an eye on the square in general, and you would recognize. So, yeah, you see her heading in that direction. You don't know that that's where she's headed, but... Okay, I'm just going to track where she's going, then. Um, sure. Uh, if I see where the bobble shop is, I just want to make sure that... You see her moving... I mean, the bobble shop's probably, you know, another block or two from here, so she's walking in that direction. Okay. She's not uh, like about to walk in the door. Okay. Uh, <laughs> actually, then, yeah, I'm going to quickly divert and run over here. Okay. And Graven you, sees you coming. Graven comes out, and he's, like, holding it, and then he just sees her on... Look at it myself. <laughs> Yes, so, yeah, you're running over there. Sure. Where yeah. are you going? To the bottle shop. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Why? Are you going to ask for what I think you're going to ask for at the bubble shop? Uh, I was just going Given to... Given that it's jewelry and finery, are you going to ask for what I think you're going to ask for <laughs> at the bubble shop? Can I come up? I'm going to... Just to see if they had any sapphires lying Absolutely around. Absolutely <laughs> I've been fairly hello. I've been fairly unsuccessful, <laughs> but what I do know is that the Wesley from our note runs the bubble shop, so we will not oh. be asking him Where about Jasmine. Where did you find out of that? Where did you find that information? I, I asked an elderly old woman with dementia. It's. <laughs> <laughs> You can trust her answer. I feel like I have dementia right now. It, things have not gone according to plan, but uh, I, I visited um, I visited the mother of one of the men who died at the crossing, to, and, and she's very old and not well, um, and so I also asked about a few of the names on the list. But Wesley from... A woman with dementia told you where to find Wesley from the note. She has lived in the town for a long time. It seems that she's not retaining any new information, but she has plenty of old information. She last she thought her son had been staying with her recently. Her son hadn't been home in a very long time. That is very sad. Tremendously. <laughs> the point is, the point is that Wesley from potential, very quiet, the potential Mike dealer Wesley mm-hmm. runs the bobble shop. Okay. So we're not going to ask him about chess pieces. Oh, yeah, no. Of course not. <laughs> sure. Right. Um, I am going to go check out the shop, though. You want me to come with you? Sure. Could I go in and just not ask? If you... So, the less questions... In, in fact, my hope is that we just say hello to him, look around the shop, see what he looks like, and leave. We're not interrogating him. Going. No questions about his personal life, no questions about how he's doing, no questions about what he likes to do for fun, no questions. Surveillance only. Sure. You say so, Ellen. I will not ask the man any questions. All right. All right. So do I even get to go inside? Yes. You can go inside and look around. We should actually... Should we go in separately? I think... 
don't know if that We can all know each other. We can all know each other. It's all right. Okay. We're pretty. Don't overthink it, Alex. Whether we're together or not. That's true. That's true. All right. So. This is terrible. We'll head over to if Orbis. Yeah, they have it together. Oh my god. We'll head over to Trinketree first as you guys are walking over to the bottle shop. And you walk in and you see, as I described before, a very small shop, horizontal glass cases, a number of crystals, wands, magic items on display. And you see who you, and we know to be Wadu sitting on the stool, sort of with his hands in his lap. Hello. Hello. How are you today? Good. I'm Wadu. Hi, Wadu. I'm Orbus. Nice to meet you. Hello. Um, my friend just recommended your shop to me. Oh, that's good. Yes, the halfling um, woman. Yes, she was here. Yes. Um, uh, you have a lovely little shop. You identify things, I'm told. I do. Yeah? Um, well... You do. <laughs> you see, I have this, um, it's kind of a secret item. Are you good at keeping secrets with you? I'm okay, I guess. Yeah? Um, it's, an, it's a, it's a, a fancy item. Any sort of lanes for a Magic item? Quite possibly, yes, I think we do. I'd like to have a look. Yeah? If you keep it a secret. Okay. Orba pulls out the ceremonial mask. Okay. And sort of, as, as soon as you pull it out, his eyes sort of widen, and like it's something he's never seen before. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's what I thought we'd do. What does it do? I don't know. I was hoping you could tell me I would be very we do. Your curiosity would get the better of you if you just started fiddling with it. You should really identify it and be safe. Okay. Can you promise me that you'll only identify it and not play around with it? And it, like, you it literally, he's almost drooling with excitement, <laughs> like looking at the item, and he's sort of, okay. Can I hand it? To, uh, I'm going to stay here while you identify it because okay. this is a very important item to me. Will probably take a couple of hours. Yeah. Okay, um, I really, d- I, I want to trust you with this item, it's, like I said, it's very important to me. You can stay here if you want, but it's going to be a couple of hours. <laughs> right, okay, uh, I hand it to him and I, I stay. It's normally 20 gold, but I'll do it for 10. Yeah, because you're curious? Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> um, okay, yes, okay, 10 gold. Wonderful. I, I hand him the gold okay. first. Sure. Um, and while you get started, do you mind if I take a look around your shop a little bit? Sure. Okay, so... He holds his hands out. Again, promise me you are not going to try to... Okay. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> I need your word here that you are not going I promise. To... Oh Let God. me finish, please, oh. with you. Do not put this on, okay? Okay. Promise. He takes it very delicately. Okay. And he sort of, you know, he's handled magic objects before. He sort of places it on the counter. And he sort of holds his hand and he starts to kind of feel the energy around it. And he seems like he's gone into sort of a process of figuring out what properties it might have. Okay. Or about recognizing that he's starting to do like a ritualistic kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Relaxes a little bit and starts to just kind of browse around the shop. Sure, you take a look. Do you want to know what's in here? I mean, there's no, it's pretty standard fare that you can see. Is it mostly just like focus items? Yeah, it, there does appear to be a few items on the wall that are out of place for this kind of 
thing. There's like a couple belts and stuff, which seems odd. Possibly gives you the impression that they might have magical properties that you're not aware of. You can't ask him right now. He's sort of in the middle of right. this thing. But yes, there's items here that seem to not just be your standard, you know, cool, okay. arcane fare. <clears throat> Um, any other things that would kind of, like, stand out, or, I know he has healing potions, and... Yeah, he's got healing potions, it looks like, it looks like he, there's a sign that's written that he also offers spellbook copying services, like, he'll, he'll copy a spellbook for you, um, um, does, is there, like, a price listed? There is 50 gold to copy a spellbook. Okay. That includes materials, so you don't have to provide the materials. It says materials. To copy an entire spell, like not just like per spell or anything. Fifty gold for fifty gold to copy an existing one. Okay. Um, Cool. All right. Because these—they're just copy. The person is just copying your notations over. They're not like inscribing it with new spells. Right. Yeah. And they're not like they don't like write on it. No, they're literally copying over your writing. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Pouches, robes. I mean, yeah. Standard stuff. Wands. Orbs, crystals. Cool. I'm gonna let him be for a little bit. Great. And I'm gonna camp out. Great. And we'll head over to the bottle shop. And you make your way further over to the end of the main square, almost reaching the walls of Mukbu. You can see them sort of a couple block or two behind. And you find the bottle shop. And it breaks up a string of standard sort of rectangular structures, shops and houses. And it has this twisted cylindrical shape, almost like you grabbed a tube and you twisted it so it has almost like a slinky kind of shape to it. It has a sort of twisted, sort of swirling shape. And it has a roof of partially overlapping slats that come up to a point at the top. And this unique architecture seems almost foreign, as if someone was constructing it with either a vision of what things were back home, or something they were inspired by, by a painting. Like, it looks very out of place given the architecture of the city of Mokum. Would, would I recognize the architecture by any chance? You don't recognize it, no. The three of you do not recognize Like, it doesn't stand out at you in particular. Anything to say before you guys head in? Are there windows? There's a few windows, yeah. Can we see in? Sure, make a perception check. You're peeking through the window? No, like, not... Just, like, looking in through the window. Sure. Like, yeah. like window browsing. Sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perceptions? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you look in and it looks like a display room that's dimly lit. You can see some, like, boards, slanted wooden boards, sort of leaned up against a wall with sort of dowels pointing out. It looks like there's amulets hung over them or rings or things. It's like a display board for items. That's all you can sort of see through the window from here. All right. I'm going to go in. Great. <laughs> And you open it up. And you see multiple of these. Now that you're in, you can see them sort of on both sides, sort of around this circular room, a number of slanted display boards with the, with the dowels. One of them seems to be all amulets that are sort of hanging on chains, different kinds. One of them is all rings that have been, like, looped up to the top of the dowel. Some bracelets and other sort of jewelry, all kinds. And sitting at a small table who looks to be in the middle of sort of polishing one of the pieces is a half-orc man whose dexterity in working on this item actually seems quite impressive because he's sort of, he has these big muscular hands and he's very carefully sort of passing it like a, like a cloth back and forth through a ring to sort of polish the ring and he's sort of carefully holding it and he looks up as you enter. Oh, hello. Hello. Just looking at your ass. Please do. Let me know if you need anything. Um, I'm going to look at the jewelry. Is sure. there any... Um... Are there any uh, uh, 
rings. Yeah, there's Sil- quite a few silver rings. rings. Yes. Any with a raccoon on it? Uh, you do not see one with a raccoon. Okay. Any? Uh. Uh. Okay. That's all then. Okay. Any s- platinum rings? It, it, it. What looks to be platinum? Yes. Yeah. It looks like there's a wide variety of rings. Yeah. Okay. Any sapphires? Um, there are some set into jewelry pieces, yes. Mm. No chess pieces. There are no chess pieces, as far as you can tell. Um, I'd like to take... Looks like all jewelry on these boards. Yeah. As far as you can tell. Mm. Um, I'd like to just take a, um, a pretty-looking gold necklace and sure. sort of hold it. Yep. You can sort of hold it, uh, the chain sort of pulls away from the... Just sort of say to the man, um, can, you, can you describe this for me, please? Mm. I don't think that one has any inscription on it yet, but I do custom engravings if you'd like something put on it. Uh, is there an example of um, a custom engraving in the store? Or? Um, I have a few, and he sort of and he sort of opens a drawer in his desk, and he takes out a little sort of uh, like sort of a thin pillow, like a pad, and it has a few sort of things displayed on it. Looks like it has a number of different insignias, and he's these were requested. Um, a few of them for people of different houses, religions, things like that. Um, any of those have raccoons? No, that's you can tell. Uh, it's a few they? different ones. A couple of them has animals. One has an elephant on it. There's one that has a looks like a pair of people sort of shaking hands. There's like two people like shaking hands. There's a couple that have like uh, suns and moon symbols on them. There's a couple that look like they have kind of religious insignias that you don't recognize right away. But it seems like a variety of requests. He will you know sort of cater to his request. So the, hearing kind of that just at the corners. Mm-hmm. Um, and hearing engravings said mm-hmm. a couple of times, I'm just gonna turn around and be like, "What's that?" Is did, did someone? Oh, I thought you called my name. <laughs> you are such a dork. You didn't. You didn't call my name. No. Nothing oh, yet. I thought I heard the name Graven. I'm Graven. Okay. <laughs> Wesley. Wesley. Yes. Pleasure. Of course. Forgive me. I was merely showing some of the custom work. Ah, I'll just I'm... turn around and. And then go back in. Sure. Forgive me. I'm standing like right around yeah, here. Yeah, it's not a large room. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely. Mm-hmm. Those are nice engravings. Thank you. They each mean special things to the people who get them. Yes. Jewelry is not a luxury reserved for the rich. It's a way to express yourself. You could carry it with you to memorialize a loved one, pay respects to a god. The animals are um, sort of family crests? Sometimes, yes. What are, what are those there? Um, I believe this one, uh, the Dillon House, family of the Dillons. He points to sort of an elephant. Silas Dillon was the one who requested this. Um, there's a couple here that are symbols of the Lakafuyu. They have a church here in town. Requested a couple of custom pieces. And I think a couple of them are new Kelke symbols. Another church in town. Is there a particular one that interests you? I'm happy to make one for you. No, I was just curious to see the Wes. Uh, what's, what's your name, friend? Wesley. Ah, lovely. Um, thank you, I'll keep browsing. Yes, please do. Uh, I will tell you, um, I can custom order any number of um, jewels, gemstones. I just don't keep them here at the shop for you know, security reasons. Don't want oh. to keep too much of value in one place. But if you want a specific gem, I can order it and have it set into one of the amulets, rings, anything of that kind. Good, thank you. Yes, of course. I'm just going to continue browsing. Sure. And he kind of goes, he sort of sets them back in the drawer. And I spend like a couple of minutes browsing. Sure. Anybody else doing anything? Um, 
just kind of like make my way to kind of like looking at things next to her. <laughs> sure. Like, hmm. did you find any, find anything? We should go. Okay. Did you like my little trick? <laughs> with that, I'm just gonna sort of like. Uh, uh, I'm gonna walk out. Sure. Thank you so much, sir. Yes, please come back. You need some. Is that good enough for you? We're, at, we're outside now. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the um, lemonade man. Why do you say that? Because he didn't have a mustache. Mm. Oh. Could have shaved it. I believe it was also a man, a human, the lemonade man. Oh. And that was very much you sure? I'm like, right, that was what was said from... Uh, Were you told yeah. that before I say anything? Yeah, yeah. By, um, yeah, by fucking dude with the plants. Yeah. But they said... But did they say they what? Said I just don't want to say something that's... Uh, they said man, but that doesn't necessarily... Yeah. I'm going to find it before I you do. do. <laughs> no, it's race. Scramble. I'm going to scramble. <laughs> I probably don't know. I'm pretty sure that you did say... Just flip through and pretend like you're... Um, yeah. Oh, oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pretty sure Yep, human, tall, thin, thick mustache. Oh, I did write that down. Oh, human, tall, thin, thick mustache. Hey, you all get it. Um, he is that half of those mustaches. Yeah, well, he's not, not being short, poorly, no mustache. Not being the lemonade man does not mean it's not connected. No, but it's just there's, that means we just don't know what Wesley means, other than that he runs this shop and that he's connected with Marissa. If we want, we. That would be a terrible idea. I'm not even going to suggest it. <laughs> Go it's on, just, please. If I think it's a bad idea, it's probably a bad idea. Um, I was going to say we could stake out the shop and follow, but that's truly terrible. Why? Because we run a very high risk of being discovered. I mean, I would stand out, but one of you... That's far too risky. Well, Sophia brings back the 10-year-old boy. Maybe we can use him. What does he do? He's just very tricky... What? Sly little boy. I don't think he knows about a oh, little boy. Sorry. It um, was a little boy. We met a little boy when Sephira came back at the bar. He and was what does he specialize in? Nothing. Pickpockets pick and scrounges for food. And he said he's very good at being undetected. And Sephira has taken to him. Right. Um, that might be worth something. But for the moment, I think we should leave. I was going to pop by the general store. Um, Dude, I got a great map. Look for a map. <laughs> I've got a map. Yeah. I was going. Are there other maps? I was going to buy a map. Map. That's the main one. That great. That's the one you saw. Yeah. Hanging. Yeah. I didn't really ask for more. I was Are impressed by the year and to share the map I mean, with the yeah. group. And to sue you on. Of course. Okay. Lovely. Then that saves me a trip to the general store. Why would I hide or keep things? Or... <laughs> Oh, information. Snap. Um, Got him. Well, I did say I was going to. Um, accompany you and the tiefling so perhaps we should go to the um, I would have seen her go to the, uh, the magic Tricky shop yeah. yeah you would have saw her going there yeah. uh, accompany us she said you wanted to see some temples oh right so I'm going to meet up with the tiefling let's go and you guys head in that direction and we'll go over to Sephira where were you headed exactly were you headed, headed to outside uh, the scale uh, of Oh, the scale house. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, so you head in that direction. Yeah, and I'm just kind of I uh, my coin purse. Mm-hmm. It, uh, I want to put it in my in my like bosom. Sure, <laughs> in my bottles. I put it in my bottles. Yeah. Your whole are you carrying around all the gold that you have currently? 
That's a big... That's a huge... I guess... I'd have to guard... I mean, maybe Sephira's more well down than I am. You could, it just would be really obvious that you've put something there. They're gonna be like... Well, can I put it, like, can I tuck it somewhere less, like, obvious? If it... I mean, you have a a knapsack. If it wasn't in the knapsack, anywhere that you stuffed it would create a bulge, so it would be obvious that something was there. I can't put it in, like, my shoe or something? It's too big. big Yeah, there's, like, you have... I can't remember exactly what the number is, but that's, like, a... (laughs) They're gold pieces, so each one's a Can I, like, jump them out and, like, distribute them? (laughs) I'm You'd look... Yeah, maybe. I just don't want it in my backpack. It would make noise. Someone's gonna take it out of my backpack. You want a cocaine bowl in this You can hold it in your hand. I guess I can hold it. That's that's worse though, than I look like. I don't steal my money. Um, I mean, there's enough in there that it's so hard just to standing stuff. Here like, oh, She's like, like, oh. <laughs> Oh my God. Wait, now you're making me paranoid. Was my measure of putting my cloak over my bag not enough? But no. But I told you. You're like the cloak, like there's an obvious bump. It's not yeah. like, oh, that's money right there. But there's a obvious bump. It's my bump. whole bag. Yeah, money's sure. in the bag. Yeah. Yes, but it's in the yeah. bag. Yes. Okay. Hers is not in her. Put her. My bag. Can I then put it in my bag in my knapsack? Tie yes. my knapsack tightly, and then carry yeah. my knapsack in front of my. Body. You can do that. Yes. So I'm, I'm not going to put it on like this, but yeah. I'll, I can carry it in front of my body. Sure. We're like in Times Square. So it's a movie tourist. And I just want to look around and see if I. You don't look like a local. Well, sure, I don't care. But it, do I see the? Do I see Johnny? Uh, you don't. You okay. see the bar. You see the scale house. Um, do I see a barn anywhere around? Make an investigation check as you sort of look up and down kind of the blocks around the scale house. Okay. Um, eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. So you you take a look around and based on you know Johnny's kind of vague description, you give a peek down a couple of the blocks and it does seem like a couple blocks down there's kind of a larger two story sort of a domed house, and next to it, what looks to be, you see hay sticking out and a couple of horses, it looks like oh, there's a barn there, like a couple of animals around that sort of barn. Okay, I want to move towards that area. Sure. And you do. Um, and as you get up to there, it seems like someone's tending to the horse. He's kind of brushing the mane of the horse at the moment, and that's the only person you see sort of on the property. But... Can I kind of wave to him? Sure, yes, sir. Hi, it's a beautiful Hello. horse. Who owns uh, it? Oh, it's, it's mine. Oh, wow, she's beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I was just wondering, um, I saw a little boy running through here. Uh, do you know a little boy named Johnny? No. Now, have you seen little kids running in uh, the barn at all? Mm, sure. Kids come through here sometimes. Would you mind if I peeked in? Sorry, I'm looking for a little kid that I saw running around. It's a weird thing, but it, I, I gave him some food. I want to make sure he's okay. Make a persuasion check. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Shut kind of up. Sixteen. <laughs> He sort of stops and... If you don't mind me coming with you, I just, you know, it's my place, I don't want you. Yeah, no problem. Alright. And he sort of, he takes the lead and he kind of ties it off for a second and he lets you... Yeah. Alright, I'm sorry, I just, I've, and can I kind of walk up to the barn and just kind of peek in? Sure, and see you can, yeah. Looks like I mean, he even sort of opens a little gate and he lets you step in. Yeah. Yeah. And you Do I see any evidence that anyone's been sleeping here? Make an investigation check for that as well. Perception for that, if you're just looking to see if the Perception? if it's disturbed, okay. yeah, by someone sort of. Um, yeah, so I'm fifteen. Fifteen. So you you look, and there is sort of a small, short ladder that leads up to kind of a loft area in oh, okay. the barn. That I mean, you can't really see what's up there, but it looks, you know, 
<clears throat> if someone stayed here, they could stay up there. Stay so that, that catches your attention. You don't see anything on this lower level that looks that stands out of note. Okay. Right. Um, well, thanks. I, if you um, see anyone named Johnny around here, uh, just let him know that he can find me on the round. All right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a bit odd. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm gonna, can I kind of like give him like a nod goodbye sure. and like kind of walk off towards. And what's ha- so when I look, when I walk towards yeah, so, the moon, So you move out for a little bit, and you kind of look around, and there's a moment, and then you feel a tap on your shoulder. Mm. And it's the man standing there. And he gets close. Like, what do you want with Johnny? Honestly, he's a kid, and it looks like he's Yeah, I, I know he's a kid. Well. I know Johnny. What do you want with him? Um, look, I've got a sister, all right? And if my mom, if something happened... Just... You're saying something happened to Johnny? No, I'm just saying that he's 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 an orphan. Yeah, I know he is. Why don't you seem to care? I Why do care. Okay? I want to know what you want with him. Well, I don't want anything suspicious with him. Search me. I don't want anything... I want to search you. Look, I let some of the kids stay in the barn sometimes. So what? What do you want with him? Look, that's kind of you. Nothing. I fed him this last night. Just... I did want to know, and I thought he might know, because... I know that he sometimes takes things that he ought not to. He took something from you? No, he didn't take anything from me. I can see if I can get it back if no, he took something No, I'm not interested. He didn't take anything from me. I'm just wondering... Is there a place where he sells these things? Look, I can pass a message along to him. You want to see him? Yeah, well, I, 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 he told me I might run into him if I came around here. Go to the back of the scale house around eight. I'll see if I can get him to meet you there. All right. Cheers. I appreciate it. I'll meet him then around the scale house at eight. And he turns and he goes back to his barn. And with the swirl of people moving about, Mukmu sort of moving to their new destinations, thinking about where they're headed next, that's where we're going for the evening. As a number of leads and things begin to toss and turn in people's minds. Everyone with a little taste of something except for Bizarre. I was like, just look who's the worst. So hungry for But think of how sweet it will be when you You find find one. She walks through the town square and there's a pile of just... Julian's just like, here, I found these for you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where we're going to end. Oh my god. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Wait, shout out to like a couple people who were so sweet and rated us. Uh, 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 Lord Gasumba did. uh, Legends of Adventures did. Um, And then, oh, a new person, a Dungeons and Dining Room uh, also rated us. So thank you guys. That's so wonderful. And also many people who bid it and stuff. Thank you so much. Um, I know we've watched a couple of those streams. I didn't know the third one, but Gasumba and Adventures, you guys are great. Your streams are awesome. I know. We have to watch Dining. They have like a bunch of streams apparently. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cool. But yeah, check out their stuff. If, yeah. if you're unless you're coming from them, in which case, welcome Thank and yeah. thanks for watching, and we'll we'll be back next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the adventures of Mukmu continue. Good night, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. That's all for now. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend or leave us a nice review on the podcast app of your choice? There is always room in our party for more adventurers, despite what Kuzni may think. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and as my friends the Ackley Elves like to say, your presence is a gift.